Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. In an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally. Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. Welcome in on a Monday. Incredible week of content topics. Michigan in the national title game. The Lions, Stafford returneth. Kenny's already in the fetal position. Uh, Today was supposed to be simple, but it can't be. So let's just get into it. I don't want to start this way. Dan Gamble played and lost. Let's face it. Sam Laporte is not playing this weekend. Because we played our starters, which I wanted them to do. And they played to win. And I mostly wanted them to do that. I, I thought it got a little ridiculous in, in the second half. I'm going, what, what, what are we doing here again? But Sam Laporte is your headliner. Now, did you avoid the worst-case scenario of what it looked like, which would have been a torn ACL? Yes, you did. Sounds like it's an MCL injury where he'll be back. He, he, he just ain't going to be back this week. Like, yeah, probably like championship week. At best. Yeah. Um, I want to know if anyone wants to reconsider their position. I won't. I, I'm a man of conviction. I can admit to you when I saw it, I went, oh, my God, my Monday just went up in smoke. But – I understood what he was trying to do, Rico. I understood it's who he is. It's what it's it's what he's built upon. He can't be anybody else. It blew up in his face. But you know what? In the same token, I watched A.J. Brown get hurt yesterday in, in a game that the Eagles needed and right. were getting killed, and A.J. Brown got hurt. And I, I, I see people – I just don't know what you're supposed to do. Like, I was watching the game with a few people, and, and eventually they're like, oh, my God, look, Khalif Raymond's hurt now. I'm like – who did you want them to play? He's their fourth receiver. You got to play somebody. Yeah, here's what happened. And that's it. I would have played no one. But if you do, you start taking them out. You would have done the, the Cleveland game. Browns routine. I would have. Play no one. I, Mike, I would have. I, I mean, I'm watching the Niners and, and the Rams, and they had Debo out there, and they were out there for the first series. Okay, guys, come on back. Trentwood, okay, sit on down. And now you're looking at third and fourth stringers. It felt like the Dallas game where you had an opportunity to just say, okay, we did this. It didn't work. Now let's pivot, kick the extra point. Okay, we went out there with the starters. We lost Laporta, but it was like, no, we're going to keep playing these guys. And I'm like, okay, now I'm looking at Amon Ra bent over holding his ribs. Like, damn, what are, what are, what are we doing? Are, are we just hell bent on being right about this? Like, you have to be smart. This game, congratulations, you won, and it meant nothing. And for the people out there who are the idiots who say, well, the referee screwed the Lions from the number one overall seed because the Niners lost, the Niners would have played everybody had they known that they had to. Correct. Okay, that, that's a false equivalent. 
this game meant nothing. So the second Laporta went down, it would have been an all-out, okay, everybody's done. I'll start the week with this, all right? <clears throat> and we're going to get to some Michigan and Washington stuff. I'm not big on WPRE radio. Oh, we're going to break down the corners. I, this isn't a podcast. It's really just, does anyone have any doubt? Michigan's winning tonight. Now, Rico's going to give you some reasons UW can win. I'm going to give you reasons they have no chance. But we'll do it a little later. Here's where I'm at. And, um, David, go ahead and save it. Outside of Jared Goff, Sam Laporta was the next most important line. And without him, I don't know that you can win next weekend. And I've been the guy telling you you're winning a home playoff game. But Sam Laporta is something different. Sam Laporta is the equivalent to their team of what George Kittle is to San Francisco, what Travis Kelsey has been to Kansas City, uh, hell, what Dallas Goddard has been to Philadelphia. Without Sam Laporta, I think your offense takes a massive hit. And I'm a Jared Goff supporter. I'm a Jared Goff defender. I think it's going to be real hard for Jared Goff to have a great day. Uh, you may not need him to have a great day. But I'm terrified. I am. Sam Laporta being out, dude, that, that, that's a rookie tight end that basically is 100 catches, 1,000 yards, and 10 touchdowns. You don't have another tight end. Brock Wright ain't playing. Mm -hmm. Former Timberwolves Sam Mitchell or whatever that guy's name is, he don't matter. You don't have another tight end. This isn't a team that is deep at the position. They're not. And Sam Laporte had turned into a superstar. Had Jameer Gibbs gotten hurt, wouldn't have reacted the same way. Obviously, if Amon Ra goes down, okay, yeah, as you say in Ann Arbor, bet. But Sam Laporte was one of the I'll be fair, three to four players I could not have get hurt, and he did. So Rico's got every right to tap dance on my grave. No, uh, You guys have, no, 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 I told you. If, no, if a star no. player got hurt, I will show up Monday and I will own it. Okay, you can own it, Mike. I'm not tap dancing because I didn't want to see anybody get hurt. I this isn't that. something, I don't want people to think that, oh, he was rooting for this and he was laughing. No, I'm sitting there saying, I hope it's not as bad as I think, but when they put him in the blue tent and then when he gets carted off, I don't feel the same confidence level that I thought when you were going to play the Rams. Now he, you needed him. He's such a key part to this offense. So, no, this is not a victory lap for me. I just want people to know that. I did not want anybody to get hurt. I wanted to be made to look like a fool, but I knew the chances were there. It was a meaningless game, and you did not need him out there. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Concern level. Look, let's talk about it. If you wanna, hey, you wanna do the hindsight routine? You wanna criticize Dan Gamble? Go ahead. You have every right. If you called Friday's show when we were talking about it, you got every right. Because as we sit here right now, you are missing minimum one of your three most important offensive players. And if you take the quarterback away, because that's like the no bleep injury of the week. If you lose your quarterback, you're dead then he's your second-best offensive player. It's Amon Ra, and then it's Laporta. Running backs don't really affect winning. A guy like Laporta does. And I think it is going to be a major hit for this team this weekend. And it sucks. So, that's where we're going to start the show. Michigan and Washington, it's very simple. None of you are going to call saying that anything other than a Wolverine victory is happening. I'm not arguing with you. I don't really think there's much to do there. 
You want to talk about the game? We can. Rico is going to build a very credible case. I'm not laughing at it. I just don't believe in it. Uh, but we'll do it. Call it in the 3 o'clock hour. I want to get the Lions stuff rolling. Stafford coming to town again. Hey, guys, here's the other thing. Hate to break it to you. You gave up 800 yards to Nick Mullins in two games. Now, how Nick Mullins doesn't suffocate and pass out from having his face smushed into that helmet the way it looks. that, that they, 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 He's got like he just sucked on a lemon 800 yards. Looks like his head got jammed into a vice. What do you think Stafford's going to do with Cup and Nakua and you don't have a pass rush? Then you combine Laporta's hurt. Yeah, I, I hey, storyline, I wanted Stafford. The win will feel better than had you beaten anyone else. But I will tell you sitting here today, my, my concern level for the game this weekend is a solid 6.5. If you want to compare and contrast, my concern level for Michigan tonight is a .5. Wow. There's a chance because as long as you play a game, there's a chance. I have no concerns about Michigan. I got a 6.5 for the Lions. All I hear is I get a new hoodie. All right. Buddy, I'm going I'm to tell, tell you something. No, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I already have selected and bookmarked what your winning prize is if Washington wins. But I'm not telling you what it is. But I will tell you it far exceeds a silly little overpriced sweatshirt. Okay. But I'm not telling you what it is. Okay. But if Michigan wins, Jim Blarbaugh is in here tomorrow. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Remember, I said I'd go and uh, crack nuts on uh, Bo's grave. Yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, no. Too early in the week for me to get in trouble. 248-539-9797. David, where are you at as Kenny screens a full... Potato. I mean, people flocking to the phone lines. David, do you disagree with what I've said? Do you think I'm overreacting? Am I a jerk because I was fine with them playing? Uh, both, yes. All things, yes. We're off and running. We were um, we were ahead of our time. Rico, that's what you'd like to say. The three of us, the rest of us on this show, said sit the starters. So there's no hindsight here. We said sit the starters. I get it, though. It may have been difficult to sit LaPorta because they only have a couple tight ends, but whatever. Um, but I do think you're overreacting to the playoff game. I do think they can still beat the Rams. I didn't say can't. I said I'm yeah, concerned. You're, you, your concern level is too high 6. for me, though. 6.5. That's high. That's high. Yeah, I, well, I, guess what? What's the point spread? They're saying it. you're a pick on a neutral field against I, the Rams. I get it. And it's dropped because it was at three and a half when yeah, it opened up. It's a flat three. So I, I, I get it. Tell me, man, this ain't like your goofball no. team. You're going into Buffalo as a 10-point dog. That's different. And we're still going to win. Just like the Lions are going to win. I am confident that they will this win this game. Mother, you must be without kidding Laporta. me. You have bleeped all over your team nonstop, and now you're mm -hmm. picking them to win. This man. Oh, this is the same confidence he had in week one. So. And I have to have it again, right? Yeah, it's a new one season. Guy, oh, it's going to happen. And uh, it's not going to happen. David. Oh, they can do it. No, they can't. Not without T.J. Watt, it's not. No, you're right. And But without Laporta, the Lions can, and they will win on okay. Sunday.
We will get Kenny's take. He is screening calls. We will mix in some national title talk. We have a blitz crafted specific to the national title. We'll get to in the three o'clock hour. Uh, and, and again, it's a loaded potato today. I've got Rico's secret prize picked out if UW wins. Rico coming in is Jim Blarbaugh tomorrow. <laughs> Big old mouthful of chaw. He's going to do it all. Going to have those Lee Harvey glasses for us. If I do that, it's going to be some weird stuff that I say. And <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about the show. I mean, yeah, it's a show. I listen to other shows across the nation, and all they just sit there and do is they just talk sometimes. And you wonder, well, what are they okay. talking about? All right. all right, you know what? It's best you don't come in as hard. <laughs> Off and running. Full lines, ready to rock. Tons of conversation about the Lions. We'll get some national title stuff. If Laporta doesn't get hurt, we don't make as big a deal about the Lions today. But he's hurt. And I will be in stunned disbelief if he plays this weekend. Now, you win this weekend, you got a shot in the divisional round? Yes, but it's not a great one. You win the divisional round and you come back for championship Sunday, a much better shot. But he's hurt. And if he's out, I, um, yeah, I'm very worried. David, the ticket text, what do the people have to say? Funny, Laporta had 29 yards yesterday, and golf still went off for 313 and 124. Without him, they will beat the Rams without Laporta. Man, it's it's so funny how low your IQ is. It, like, I love how you take one sample size of one game that you got to play with the lead against a bad football team, and you want to use that as your weapon. Okay, let's play it this way. Who's his favorite receiver not named Amon Ra? Who's the guy they want to go to on third and six by, by putting him split out in the formation and running him and running routes where he's the first read? If I take that away and the Rams know he's not there. Hey, by the way, did you ever think maybe he drew a ton of coverage yesterday before getting hurt? You ever think maybe that's why Amon Ra had such a big day? I don't know, man. Be smarter. Be better. He's a Pro Bowl, borderline all-pro tight end. If I were doing radio on KNBR today and George Kittle got hurt yesterday and was going to miss the divisional round of the playoffs, I would say the same thing. That's the respect I have for Sam Laporta. But go ahead. You keep treating him like he's Pete Mitchell. <laughs> Concern level without Laporta is 7.25. Interesting number. Uh, Laporta was playing even if they sat the starters. They only have two tight ends on the roster. He was playing anyway. Someone else says Laporta could have been injured on the first play of the playoff game just as easily. There is no difference. Don't pull the I told you so act. You play to win. It was the right thing to play them. Rico's just a hater. Wow. I really didn't. (laughs) Wait, how did I get to be a hater? Congratulations. You won the game. And you don't have Laporta. Gee whiz. Rico's, but I'm being a hater. Rico said it Friday. He's got a right to say it today. You calling him a hater just means you're out of ammunition. Sorry. I mean, I don't, no, I don't need to defend your ass. You're a no, grown no, man. No. But, like, it's it's the truth. You have a right to say it. You want to be angry? Be angry at me. I wanted them to play the starter. You, either you're a hater or you're a Sparty. So, I guess, you know what? I win. What do you mean? What's a Sparty no, stuff? No, no, no. I'm saying that's when you run out of things to say. Oh, right. Well, yeah, but that's, you know. You're a hater. I'm a hater. I begged you, don't do this. Don't play these people. Truth. 
players play and you play to win the game. No problem with what Dan did. Listen, Dan Campbell would have sat all the starters. Dan Gamble played them. I told you last week, you got to accept he's Dan Gamble. This is who you've gotten in bed with. I mean, hell, yesterday, there were a couple situations going for it. I couldn't believe they did it. That one in midfield, I'm like, you know what? This is this is who he is. And he better do it in the playoff game. You don't get to be conservative because it's the playoffs, because then that would mean the regular season is inauthentic. Right. David, one more. We'll go to the people. No Laporta equals no confidence. Lions will lose on Sunday. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's go to Kevin kicking it off on a Monday. What's up, Kev? Not much. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Yeah, those. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to hopefully leave you guys with something better than those ticket texts that were just said. Um, yeah. So it's uh the St. Louis new the St. Louis Blues announcer once said during the playoffs the the Blues like humans need oxygen, the Blues need Chris Pronger, and the Red Wings need Sam Laporta. I'm as cynical as it comes when it with the Lions, but he's basically Travis Kelsey in a nutshell, in my opinion. Um, I'm worried because we have an immobile quarterback who is kind of like the old version of John Navarre as a statue. He's better than that, but he's not going to be able to run, and he doesn't have his favorite safety valve to throw to anymore. Um, I, honestly, I mean, as great as uh, St. Brown is, I feel like you could argue that I'd, I'd rather have Laporte on St. Brown. That's how much Can't that's go how there. important he is. I mean, listen, no? I'm, I'm fine saying he's number two, but, I mean, I'm on rock. Come on, it's a kid who caught 120 balls this year. He's hit. Amen. I don't care about the Pro Bowl and the popularity contest. I'd put Amon Ryan above Mike Evans all day. He's an all-pro receiver. I, I can't go there. Everything else you said about Laporta, I agree with it. It was a terrible injury. Terrible. Yeah. Let's go to Ivory, 97-1. What's up, Ivory? How are you, buddy? All right. Good afternoon to you guys. Hey. Hey, hey look. So my thing is I operate with a lot of things. Just like anything in life, two things can be true at once. I don't have any problem whatsoever with him playing his guys. And I don't think Rico's a hater, but I do take the task on something he said in regards to it not being, you know, it being a meaningless game. He was never going to sit his guys with the number two seed on the line. You know, he was never going to do that. But also at the same time, the other truth can be that I am like a little worried, uh, as the previous caller said, like that, you know, Laporta is a very big part of their offense. I don't have a problem with him playing his guys, but also at the same time, it, I, I really want to see what, how they can operate because you got an immobile quarterback, you got a statue with, with Laporta. I mean, a, a statue with golf, and Laporta is a big reason why, you know. But um, something else, real quick, if I could say, like, the thing I'm, I'm worried about with this game with the Rams is not really so much on the field. It's the possibility all these people loving the Stafford's back. Uh, oh, Stafford's here again, blah, blah, blah. And they're not going to make this a hostile environment because they, they're so in love with Stafford being back that he, they're going to make him comfortable and he's going to pick apart our already terrible secondary pretty much. So that's my take on it. Yeah, I mean, again, the Stafford thing is content. There's no hugs and kisses for me. Uh, I hope they sack him 15 times. I, I, I hope he has the worst game of his life, but that's it's content. If you don't understand that it's going to mean more that he's back, and if you don't understand it's more dangerous that he's back and not Jordan Love, I don't know what to tell you. 
They're telling you that you are the Rams on a neutral field. And, and here's my concern. You watch Nick Mullins twice in three weeks essentially throw for 400 yards. Okay, yeah, Justin Jefferson is special. <laughs> Addison's good. What do you think Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua are? Or think of it like this, Mike. In uh, three games, you gave up over 600 yards because you throwed in C.D. Lamb. He had a pretty big game as well. So, yeah. I see lots of issues for that secondary. But I do think that missing Laporta is a key because he he was the guy over the middle. He worked the play action so that when you start focusing on the running backs, on Montgomery, on Gibbs, he would kill you across the middle. He's gone. He's not going to be here for this game. So, yeah, you're going to have to figure a way around it. And, yeah, with Stafford coming here, I'm assuming you'll probably do something at the beginning of the game for him. But after that, I'm not doing anything for him. They'll do something no, to say. No, to hell with that. You don't think so? I wouldn't do a damn thing. You wouldn't, but the Lions will. Well, no. Part of building a new culture, part of being different, I don't need to do nothing for Matthew Stafford. Now, when he retires, you want to come back, wave, we're going to do a ring of honor. Fine. But I'm doing one? nothing for him. Get the hell out of here. I think they will. Put his ass in a body bag. That's what this team's going to do for but him. I think the team will, though. Th- then that's soft. That's the opposite of Dan Gamble. Well, I don't Soft. Think he, he'll ha- I don't think he's going to have anything to say about that. Then you go. Then you go to management. Yeah, no, you should never do. Not for this. They not come doing back a highlight year. reel. They come back next year in the regular season. If you want to do it, do it then. Not the playoff game. And no. when and and mind you, when he retires, absolutely. You want to do a little Matthew Stafford day. Want to have him with a stupid lion's jacket on and, and do a highlight reel and have him, you know, like like we don't have a drum or what right. these other teams have. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm happy to do that. I'm doing nothing for him Sunday night. I hope not. I have a feeling that this team will. I don't like you. All right, it's Monday following the uh, final games in the NFL which means it's Black Monday, which means there are people unemployed, including someone who got the Ziggy moments after midnight last night. David, floor is yours. Let's start there in Atlanta. Let's first get to the yelling that happened on the field after the game. Arthur Smith was yelling at Dennis Allen, the coach of the New Orleans Saints, about scoring late. Well, Jameis Winston later on after the game in his locker apologized for his for scoring to his coach because apparently it was a team decision on the field to get Jamal Williams his only touchdown of the season. Hey, how'd that work out there, uh, parakeet <laughs> hat-wearing guy? How'd that work for you? <laughs> Lions got David Montgomery. You went down to New Orleans and, were, and were, went right back to being an also-ran. Keep throwing shade at Detroit. They didn't want your ass. So Arthur Smith then yells at Dennis Allen and the reports before the game were that there was going to be a conversation on Monday regarding job security in Atlanta. Yeah, well, it was had. Well, it happened on the plane back from New Orleans. He was fired. Your thoughts on the next thing for the Falcons? Because there's a lot of rumors out there about who they may want. I mean, you can't you can't have a losing record three years in a row in this league and drafting Bijan, but not using him. Bizarre. Yeah. Entrusting Desmond Ritter with your franchise, yet paying Heineke $20 million. Bizarre. 
not using your tight end, not using yeah. like you had all the weapons that teams would love to have, and you decided. Yeah. But what if we used our backup fullback? Right. It's nobody sees it's that. It's an attractive coming. situation. Um, I think it'd be a great landing spot for Justin Fields if the Bears get rid of him. Now, who's the head coach? No idea. No, I have no idea, but it should be an attractive job. Well, Diana Rossini of The Athletic is reporting that the Falcons are a team to watch if the Patriots move on from Bill Belichick. No, it's not if. They're moving on. That'll come out later in the week. Yeah, that's interesting because he did. Bill Belichick met with reporters, and his answer was, I'm under contract. Do what I always do, which is every day I come in and I work as hard as I can to help the team win whatever I can. He then answered and says, well, we'll deal with things internally meaning they have a series of meetings coming up. So you do think that this he's gone. week he's gone. Yeah, gone. 100%. It's run its course. It's become, uh, it's reached sad face. I, I do think that's a destination for potentially Brian Flores. I think it's a possible destination for Jared Mayo to take over. Or you want a long shot play? How about Mike Vrabel coming home? Time to move on in Tennessee maybe as well. Yeah. Period. There's a lot going on there. Um, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, the you saw Derrick Henry saying goodbye to everybody, but I'm not gone, but just in case. He gone. Great seeing you. I speak to the fans because I don't know what's going on. Well, we do know what's going on in Washington. It is now official. Ron Rivera is gone, and they oh. didn't waste any time. They have already requested permission to talk to possible GM candidates. How about them hiring – how about them hiring uh, from Golden State, Bob Myers? That's what I was going to get to He's next. running their search. Yeah, mm-hmm. him and uh, Rick Spillman will assist in the group of searches, but my, Bob Myers is the guy running it. Okay, well, I, I, maybe that's where Harbaugh goes. A desperate organization, need to sell tickets, power running game is in their roots. Number two pick in the draft. Yeah, may, may, and, and again, that would fit. An organization's going to have to be desperate if they're going to hire Harbaugh because he's a complete pain in the ass. Well, the Falcons are look to uh, maybe look at Harbaugh. Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated supporting that blank could target Jim Harbaugh. There you go. All the weapons are in, in place. Atlanta? Uh, the weapons are there. Hmm. Power running game. David, and, it's, who, it's who he is. And, I mean, they won't have the number two overall pick, but I think Atlanta has, what, a top ten pick? All right, and they can yes. trade for Justin Fields. Yeah. They can get that done. Speaking of the number two overall pick, let me get to that because I, I did talk about the commanders. Let me give you what they have, which could make their job attractive. They have the number two overall pick. They also then have five picks in the top 100 and 74 million projected in cap space right now. Perfect. So them being in Washington, that is a very attractive job there. You get to select your quarterback. Would Jaden Daniels be a nice selection there? Drake May. Well, you know, if it's hardball, you know who he's going after. Oh, J.J. McSmiles? Good for me, because that means commanders finish last plays every year. Fine by me. J.J. needs to come back to school. I think so. Um, Let's talk about this for a quick minute, because everyone watched this game, this Sunday night matchup. It was for the division. Miami was hosting Buffalo, but it was basically a Buffalo home game down there. I mean, that crowd was Fully, fully Buffalo. It was wild. Um, but I have a statement here, and I want to know if you agree with it or not, guys. It is the Dolphins are complete frauds. Their offense did nothing in the second half. Doesn't matter if they have Waddle or not. Tua, we have the answers. He cannot lead your team to the Super Bowl. Uh, it's pretty lazy. I mean, they lost 
their bookend DNs and Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb yeah. gone for the year. Jalen Waddle did not play. Raheem Mostert did, did not, not play. Yeah. Offensive line is beat up. And you ran into a Buffalo team who has evolved into one of the six or seven best defenses in football. Yeah, when, and what you're seeing in the, in, the, in the NFL, just like most sports, it is a marathon. Sometimes you don't want to peak too soon. Right. The Dolphins did. They were the hottest team out there, and now they're wearing down. Think about it. At one point, the Eagles, I think, were 10-1. and one. Hard to think, but, yeah, they were the best team out there. Now they're limping to the finish line. So they would need to, to somehow regroup. But I, I just think that it's it's just the wear and tear of the NFL. The the Ravens look to be peaking right now. Now we'll see. Can Lamar go out there and win that playoff game and get them there? But I don't think that there is head and shoulders one team that you're like, that team's going to – like the Chiefs were for years, where it's like, if they don't win it, you know they're going to be in the Super Bowl. I don't think you have that team this year. Yeah, let me, let me see two in Kansas City. He lays an egg there, the cold weather, the whole bit. It'll fulfill every stereotype of what Miami is. I'm more inclined to have the conversation. But how do we view them if they go into Kansas City and win? None of what you said will apply. I'm not coming at you, David. I'm saying, let's see the wild card game. And if they look terrible, they lose the whole thing, say whatever you want. But if they win, a lot of this goes away. Welcome to being a quarterback in the NFL. You you can be an MVP, but have a bad playoff record and you're Lamar Jackson. It's all about what you do in January. So let's see it. So let's close it out with this since it is Black Monday. A conversation I want to have with two teams. Uh, one is in the playoffs. One failed to make the playoffs because they lost on Sunday. Let's start with that team. That is the Jacksonville Jags. What happens with them? You're not going to fire their coach. No. But what do you do to basically make up for failing this year. I think you spend every waking second fixing that offensive line. It was a complete clown car. Um, and, and defensively, they were never right. They were never able to put that thing together. They they, they were a complete disappointment. I mean, at one point, they had gotten to, what, 7-2? and two? Yes. And just completely fell apart in what we deemed to be the easiest division in football. It's a complete disappointment. Anything less than the playoffs next year, and I'd fire Doug Peterson. Zero BS. You have to make the playoffs there. You have to. And I think that maybe this is one of those places where you have to go out and get a a real backup QB just in case something happens to keep this thing going. Trevor Lawrence, I know he had never missed a game going back to college, but all of a sudden he broke down at the end of the year and you were just hoping that you could just somehow sneak your way into the playoffs while he was getting healthy. And then that last team is the Philadelphia Eagles. They are in the playoffs. They will be facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is there any way, I get they made the Super Bowl last year, but if they lose this playoff game, is there any way you fire Nick Sirianni? I I wouldn't, but Philadelphia, that's, that's animalistic that's sports why, fan. No, I don't think so because here's what you find out. When you lose your coordinators, it's a different team. And the Lions may be realizing that next year. That, okay, now our guys are gone. That's a great. We got this coaching tree, except for you replace them with not-so-great coaches. Matt Patricia. And you see what happens. So, I think, if anything, he's going to go out there and try to get some better assistance. Well, it's hard when you lose both your OC and DC and Steichen and Gannon to right. head coaching job. Right. That's no, 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 really no. hard. Right, I'm saying. But the thing is, 
certain teams can do it. Yeah. The Eagles couldn't. No, you and just, that's what I said. The Lions may be in that same category and, next year. And the timing of when you lose them. You go all the way to the Super Bowl, you know you lose them, and now guys have already put staffs together mm. in the NFL. you got to find these guys. My heart bleeds for them. <laughs> you really you just hate to see it. And that is your Black Monday. Scumbags! <laughs> all right, we're going to get back to the phone calls, a little national championship discussion in the 3 o'clock, which is quite simple. I, I just no Michigan fan is going to say they have any doubt. I don't know that they should. And we'll save all the other stuff for if you win. If you lose, I mean, it's just whatever. It's, it's You lose. It's an embarrassment. It sucks. But if you win, all right. But the one thing you just have to let go of, I've said this to you since October, win and enjoy it with your people. The minute you walk outside the four walls of your own home, so to speak, you're never going to get the one thing you're looking for, which is validation. You are the Astros. You are Kansas basketball. So enjoy the winning, but don't ever expect anyone to validate you. Like, it is what it is. It's the deal you made. So I've stuck to my end of the deal. We'll talk football. I picked you to beat Alabama. I'm picking you to beat Utah. I really believe you have the elixir and that the cheating actually worked for you in that it has become this unbreakable rallying point, point of unification Michigan, they do. They care about each other. And they actually believe their own delusion. They believe they are the aggrieved. It got you laser focused. And it works. And you know what? Good on Harbaugh, as crazy as he is, and as little as I think of him, it's a hell of a good coaching job in... See, it's funny because... Leaning right into it. And we'll get into this a little bit later, but I I wonder the fact that that it really wasn't talked about this week. Did you lose that laser focus? Because it was a whole month of you cheated, you cheated, you cheated. But this week it went from Bama to Washington, and it was just a regular football schedule. And nationally, nobody talked about that. It also helps when certain networks uh, advise their talent not to talk about it, which is factual. So, you know, that's the world we're living in. Not going to tell you what network, but you get my point. Um, What else was I going to ask you? Oh, Interesting, and again, I I don't want to go there today because I think it's more of a tomorrow thing, win or lose. Your guy, I mean, Rico is the ultimate Dave Rebson fan. Uh, (laughs) The Rever, the snoozer, he did an interview with Ward Manuel. Tell me your coach is gone without telling me your coach is gone. We got to pull the audio for Rico. <laughs> okay. Evan played it for me. It's uh, it's something, but I I think everyone. I, I don't know any Michigan fan. Who thinks Harbaugh's back next year? And I don't, I don't know any person in sports. This is it. This is the last dance. So you may as well get it done. Yeah, he hired the agent. He's, Don Yee. He's just kind of dancing around. Ah, we'll talk about it when we talk about it. But yeah, I think that this is it. They they're putting all their eggs in this basket, and what happens next? They don't care. This is it. Because my legacy will be: I was Bo's quarterback, and I won you a national title. So let me know when you put me up in the uh, Michigan Ooh, ring. Ooh, maybe they'll do the halo again. Ooh, the Harbo. Perfect. All right, David, you want to go on the board? And then we'll get to these calls. And then we'll get to some national title talk. All right, so I don't have a play today. What I don't do when I bet is I don't spite bet. So there's no way I'm betting Washington. And if I believe Michigan's going to win, I'd bet Michigan. But you know what I don't like? The number. 
Michigan could thoroughly dominate Washington and be up 31 to 21 with a minute six left and UW could score a garbage TD. And when you're laying five and a half, that's a problem. Uh, I think the totals probably a right spot bang on, to be honest with you, 55 points. I just don't want to get involved in tonight's game on a side. I'm going to watch it as a sports fan. Clearly, I don't want Michigan to win just because I don't like your joy. Um, but I also hate UW. So unless you can show me Bain popping up from the 50 and the stadium collapsing, uh, I'm just going to watch the game as a fan and as a radio host. But if you wanted a prop, I came prepared today, people. I need to understand how Roma Dunze is even money to score a touchdown. They have played 14 games. He has scored 13 TDs. Now, I can't bet Blake Corum, who's minus 400 to score one. No value. But Roma Dunze, he will make the most difficult catches in the world. He will make the 50-50. He will go OBJ style. Rico, you are the UWologist. And while I think Michigan wins the game, is there value in a Dunze even money anytime touchdown score? There is, Mike, but Uh-oh. I, no, 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 because here's the thing. I wonder if that's going to be Will Johnson's assignment and they're going to, and if that's the case, then Washington may go Polk and McMillan and just kind of use a Dunze as a decoy. The one that I would go with is the, he's the touchdown stealer. I had a prop bet. I threw in Blake Corm because he just always throws. He will. He gets, Minus 400, though. You got to add something to it. Dylan Johnson. He's no. the touchdown stealer. No, no, no. They're not going to run for a yard tonight. They, okay. I'm sorry. They, they don't have, they, you know what? They'll run for a half a yard because the Dunes will get them to the half yard. What about line. Bobby Stillwater, the tight end? Hanover. No. Blake Corm. What is the, what's 46's name? I don't mind uh, him. He's like the ultra back. The tight, yeah, the H back. And he's got like four or five TDs. Uh, is it Hanover? Stillwater? What the hell is it? Hold on. <laughs> I like him, he, but he honestly Westover. Westover. Yeah. He what is he plus four hundred tonight? He is uh, plus three twenty five. What about Samaj Morgan? Anytime TD plus six fifty. Little jet sweep or something down at the goal line. Eight uh, plus uh, five eighty. There's no. your play value. That's not my play. Okay then. Build my it. play is uh, Blake Corum, Dylan Johnson anytime touchdown, and Michael Penix over two hundred and seventy five yards. Plus 285. Man, Corm really kills the value of that. It does. Swap it out for a Dunze. Uh, okay. Kenny, you were conflicted about a, a yet another limited card in the NHL oh. tonight. I'm going to do it, I think. I think I'm going to do what I suggested to you, and I don't feel all Wait, that man, bad about it. Rico's excited, and then we're coming back to you. Go well, ahead. if you want to take out Blake Corman and put in a Dunze, if you want to go to all Washington, which I know most people listen to me won't, but it is at plus 415. Roma Dunze. Getting better. Dylan Johnson and Penix over 275 yards. Plus Michigan to cover the number. Uh, all right, go, go ahead, Kenny. Yeah, so over the last 10 games, the Canucks have been roundly a better team than the also-electric New York Rangers. They're traveling to New York plus 126. That is my play. I will not be talked out of it. All the numbers that I care about would suggest the Canucks win this game. I know you're big on the Flyers today, Mike. That's why I say it. I, listen, my my point to you is you're just you're, – you're getting a little 
You asked me for help, and then you're like, I will not be talking about it. I wanted to be, I wanted verification. I didn't care about your actual opinion. I just wanted you to tell me that I'm right. <laughs> you sound like a Michigan fan. Exactly. No, I feel like one right now. Tell me I'm pretty. Exactly. Tell no, me that I'm right and that not. I didn't cheat. Give me um, Vancouver. All right. I mean, if you want to go with it, go ahead. Uh, I don't love anything on tonight's garden. If you forced me to get involved, I told you. I thought the Flyers were interesting at home against the Pens. Uh, David, what do you got? Let, now, do you have a go blue SGP? Uh, no, I do not. I like one of their uh, player specials that they have on FanDuel for this game. So I'm going to go with it. Is that plus 160? What it is is Blake Corum or Roma Dunze to score the first touchdown. I like that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. First touchdown scorer. Yeah. So either yeah. one of them, if they score the first touchdown. Well, what, are what? They, what are they separately? Separately. Separately, uh, separately Blake Corum is plus 280. Yes. What's a Dunze? He's plus, plus 800. 800. Just bet them both. Yeah. Oh, no, you could do that. It, yeah. What's my man Stillwater? Stillwater is west, west over. over. And let's see about plus, plus 2200. Let's go. I love that. He's like, he's like old school. I like that kid. All right. Listen, David, I'm surprised. I thought you would have had a go blue and Rico would have a purple rain. And it was going to be this exciting SGP competition. Well, I gave you the Washington one. It's plus 415. Buddy, when you're down 52 to 3, I really don't know how that happens. But we'll talk about it. You're going to build a case for the people. I, I, uh, you know what? They're listening to you, Mike, and I just got a call from uh, DeBoer. They're not going. They said Mike Bellini does not believe in us. Let, let me tell you this. If Washington wins, you're going to get – it's going to be like the showcase showdown at the Price is Right, except you're getting both door number one and two. <laughs> Okay, I just don't believe it's possible. I just don't see how there is no chance for this team to win. Because Michigan is a team of destiny and God's not real. Okay. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. That's looked up. Yeah, I just heard this with Oregon. David, you Twice. told me cheaters never prospered. What 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 is this I see this evening? <laughs> Where's your good book now? In the end they will Where's get the good what, book now, in David? In the end they will get what they deserve. <laughs> Pass the communion bread. <laughs> Kenny will have the everything chips. Why don't they make everything communion bread? Would people it, no. enjoy it better? That's, that's, that, the that everything, is not the point. The communion bagel chips. <laughs> I'm just saying, it'd be, everybody, people be lined up. It's a representation. Little Asiago cheese. There you right. go. Right. Who wants a stale wafer? Why can't the body of Christ be something savory, if you will? Because it was... Unleavened bread. Okay. Yo, he went to the cross in his in his Lamborghini and had all his furs on. Somebody hold my cell phone. I gotta go up here, do this cross thing real quick, and I'll be I'll, you know what? I'll be back in three days. <laughs> Don't use all my cell phone minutes. That's on the board. Be responsible no matter what you do this evening. 971. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I really don't see how UW wins. I don't. I think this is a horrific matchup for them. But Rico has been right about them all year. He has watched them all year. I've been wrong about them all year. I just called them uh, the college version of the Minnesota Vikings of last year to Rico Allfair. But let's do it. Um, but I want to run parallel path because two things are, are in play here. One is the national title tonight. I just, is there any doubt? Like what Michigan fans calling this radio station going, you know, guys, I'm kind of concerned. Um, the other stuff we'll save for tomorrow. I made that deal with you. Uh, but the Lions stuff is simple. You gambled and you lost. And I'm not, I can't say it was the wrong move to play the starters because I was fine with it going in. The loss of Sam Laporta, I think, is a major major concern for this weekend and the fact that while you played your starters Nick Mullins just did it again I mean you've watched Nick Mullins twice in three weeks go for 400 yards well what the hell you think Stafford with Nakua and Cup and company are going to do to you so yeah I don't think it's gonna be easy and if you're gonna win it's probably gonna be a shootout and if that's the case, you better hold on to your ass because <laughs> it's going to get scary. Uh, so both things are in play. David, do you want to uh, give us some ticket text before we get to the callers? Sure can. Rams defense is not very good, so we should be able to win without Laporta. Really? Is yours? <laughs> like, uh, what, can, David, let me ask you a question. Do you just read the stupid people's texts or are these somehow like filtered? No, they're filtered. Of course they're filtered. Okay, well, then people need to be smarter. I Oh, yeah. Well, their defense... Here's an idea. You don't get to talk about other people's defenses when you, you just let Nick Mullins go to the Hall of Fame twice in the last three weeks. Sweet mercy. <laughs> the passing game might be okay, but his presence in the run game is unmatched. The run game struggled after Laporta left. Corey and Westland. <clears throat> Mike is forgetting we still have Dan Skipper. We don't need Laporta. You're right. Whatever was I thinking. Let's go to the people, see what they have to say on both topics that are in play. Uh, let's go to Bernard971. Hi, Bernard. Hey, what's up, fellas? How are hey, you, hey. sir? Good, Jay. I need a double chair for, first of all, you know, uh, the, the – uh, undermining of, of the Lions, you know, just flat out losing if we watch them all year. And then the, the the remark about making something happen for Stafford, doing something big for him when he comes here. I mean, that, that, that deserves a double chair pull. Period. Uh, 
here's the deal with this. <laughs> I got you. Here's the deal. Yeah, here's the deal with LaPorta. Major injury, but this is an opportunity for uh, Mitchell, People's Jones, and other people that that uh, the Rams have not seen all year that can come in and make some things happen. I'm sure Dan Campbell, uh, Ben Johnson, I'm sure they, these guys got something up their sleeve. And we got to believe, you know, we got to believe and trust. You know, uh, with that style of offense, with the magnitude of that offense, um, golf leading hell, but you also got, you know, a, a pro bowler, regardless to what the hell they say, we got a pro bowler in Amara, you know, uh, uh, and you got a hell of a running game with Gibbs and Montgomery in the back, man. That's, you know, it's, it's, as well as the offensive line. Let's not get the, you know, forget the cohesiveness of that entire unit. It's, it's, I have to say it. It's not Laporta. It's the offensive line. Listen, the O-line, the O-line is the biggest factor, right? If all five guys are healthy, you're going to have a good O-line. But Laporta's role in the running game, it's big. Laporta's role on damn near every third down, on those hard first down play actions out of base personnel, all of that's gone. You don't get to split him out on third and six and get the first down. You don't get the hard play action with a deep post for 24 yards. It's gone. It matters. And sure, you'll have Amon Ra catch a few passes. But outside Amon Ra, who is your second biggest weapon? The guy your quarterback trusts most. And the guy who, let's face it, Rico, while Amon Ra is getting double teamed and bracketed, Sam Laporta oftentimes can be crafted into man-on-man situations. Well, if that's gone, who do I have? Who the hell are the other tight ends? Brock Wright's hurt. Uh, what's 84, 82, the one who dropped the pass, the two-point conversion? Don't care. Bob Mitchell, don't care. Don't care. That's his name. Don't care. (laughs) D-care. They don't have another tight end. No. So, yeah, I I just, guys, it's a loss, and it's okay to say it. And I guess if you were favored by seven and a half or eight, I'd feel a little better. You're not. You've been installed as a field goal favorite. You're at home. That means they're telling you you're the same team as the Rams. That's not a vote of confidence. I'm nervous. But I'm not going to rip Campbell for playing him because I advocated for it on the way in. I don't get to do that. Rico has every right to. He said play no one. And if you had to do it again, you would still play them all. Yeah. Even knowing what you know. Yeah, because I just feel like it's too tied up in who he is. I just don't. Like, I think if you're the one seed and you get the bye week. See, and you- I just think that it would have been okay for him to say, guys, we got bigger fish to fry. This game? No. But the week after, I need everybody healthy when, whether it's Green Bay or it's the Rams coming in here to Ford Field, I want all hands on deck. Yes. You don't have that now. But, you, hey, congratulations. You beat the Vikings. Yes. I know. Oh. Listen, I know. I told you Friday I wasn't going to be able to prove it to you. Let's go to Aaron, 97.1. What's up, Aaron? Aaron. Aaron? Aaron's gone. I don't know what to tell you. Aaron, you there? I hear Aaron bumping around. You know what? I'll put him on hold. I'll be nice. Okay. 
That was going to be our first Michigan caller of the day. Oh, okay. Kenny, check to see if Aaron's okay. I feel like he fell out of his chair or something. We heard a loud bang, and I, I dropped his phone. Make sure he's there. We'll go to, uh, let's go to, who the hell's next? Oh, here we go. It's Nick, 97.1. Hi, Nick. How you doing, bud? Hey, fellas. Um, I, I, I guess I don't really agree with Rico that it was a meaningless game. I understand that. A lot had to happen, but it, it was early in the 4 o'clock place that there looked like there was not a chance that commanders and your G-men could pull it off, you know. So I think either way, Laporta was playing, you know. Like, I don't think – the reason I originally called in is because I don't think this is your Dan Gamble thing that you were talking about, really. Um, like, where was the real gamble with playing him, I guess, is, is my question and why I called in originally. I, I don't think this was like a Dan Gamble thing, really, at all. I guess, you know, in terms of playing him, right? I mean – that was, you know, originally what I called in. And, and with the Dan Gamble thing, I think that's who he is. So you can't separate Dan Campbell and Dan Gamble. It's one cohesive body. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really overall what I was thinking. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, Nick. And, yeah, for about uh, 30 minutes, it looked like, oh, my God, they can get to 2C. If it were just one team, like if, if you only needed Dallas to lose, I would say, yeah, go ahead and play. But the odds that Dallas were going to lose – and Philly were going to lose were just not in your favor enough that I feel to risk losing a player for a 5% chance, 5 10% chance of getting the 2C. It wasn't yeah, worth it. If I'm it was 50-50, I could, out, Nick, yeah. I would say, yeah, you know what? That's worth the shot. Yeah, and yeah, that's fine. I, I think luckily, you know, the reports Campbell gave today, about, you know, I don't know, half an hour ago, it looks like Brock Wright's practicing, outside shot Laporta plays. Um, so I'm not, you know, super worried about it. I think this offense played most of last year without a Pro Bowl caliber tight end, and I know it was last year, but I, I don't think it just automatically handicuffs Goff. I think he's got a good shot with the running game. Jameson Williams is going to come back. Josh Reynolds, you know, and, and Brock Wright and Monra. I, I think there's a way that Ben can make this offense pretty special okay, even but, without him. But hold on, just to be fair, I didn't say it's impossible. But having concern about something no, no, is, is yeah, fair. I, yeah. And I agree. It definitely hinders them if he doesn't play. He's, like you said, option two, option three, maybe. Um, I, 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 me, personally, maybe I'm delusional because it's the first one in 30 years. But No, no, no. Uh, be I, excited. I they got a good shot. Believe me. Uh, yeah. Nick, I do not want to be here doing shows if they lose that game. Trust me. I want them to win. I'm the one who's been saying they're going to win a playoff game since before I knew who they were playing. Losing Laporta is right up there. Outside of losing Goff. I can't wait to just see you and Kenny hanging out, man. That's going to be fun. That's worth the price of admission. Well, you're not going to see it. Why not? Well, Kenny's being dropped off, and uh, I'm not going to associate with him in public. He's going to be 14 beers deep. Oh, I want no part of that. At the beginning of the season, it was Kenny. We're getting tuxes. I said going. I'm getting you there. Why don't you want to hang out, Mike? Let's go. Are you going to control yourself? No. I, I will oh, control. No, no, no. I want to remember this. Slick back hair Kenny at Ford Field. Oh, he'll control himself. He's a, he's in the best. You have never seen Kenny in that good of a mood. Ever. Oh, I promise you. Those are the good days, you know? Well, it's also a side effect of not being here. Oh my God! Wow! All right, it's I would say was it's that mascot real, morning. So that, I mean, are you kidding me? That that wasn't made up, right? That that really happened. That was real. Yeah, I got nothing for you. Okay, <laughs> David, are you ready to put on a helmet and go? 
Let's go! And then we're taking it to the White House. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, like, what on earth? Why? Like, why would you say yes to that? Why? Why would you say yes to me? Hold on. Raise your hand if you could ever see me hosting a pep rally at States in the Rose. <laughs> I want that intensity. I don't have. I it. want. No, that when, when the final four was here and Michigan State was in it, I was looking for you. Yeah, <laughs> you must have missed me. And then we're taking it to Detroit. Arr! And then Kayla Lucas is going to hit you in the face. <laughs> you ever wanted to hear what a cult sounds like? You just got the audio. Only thing missing there was some Kool-Aid. Holy mercy. I mean, my goodness. John was a little fired up. That, you know what? They knew what they were doing when they got him. They, yeah, wow. Ooh-wee. <laughs> Hopefully they had some some sheets down on the floor and maybe some wet wipes. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm with you, John. I'm with you, John. Go, no, Blue. You're, no, you're not, because I saw your face while you were playing it. <laughs> go don't. blue yeah there you go that was some good bread right there <laughs> pass the kool-aid holy mercy okay <laughs> shall we go to the people let's go to the okay <laughs> yeah uh. okay Emil. i'll leave that alone <laughs> Emil, how are you I'm all right. How y'all doing? Good. What's going on? Man, not much, man. I just know it's a whole lot of blue in Michigan uh, right now. Well, there should be. <laughs> You're playing Lulu tonight. Or, you know. <laughs> but uh, I basically want to speak on the Lions deal with Sam Laporta. You know, I feel like we all feel like that was a big loss. You know, like ain't nobody really hiding it. Uh, I think the only ones that had something good to say about the situation was the sports commentator saying, Dan Campbell got to play somebody. You you get what I'm saying? But uh, I basically feel like, you know, the Lions, we going to go into this playoff game and we still going to be ready to kick the door. You know, like we uh been waiting for this opportunity a long time. It's a lot of people that's on the uh, – a lot of players that's on the Lions staff right now that haven't really uh, had time with golf. So, I mean, not with golf, with uh, staffers. So, is like it's no personal feelings on the field. You know, like they're just going out there to play football and they're going out there to win for the city of Detroit, you know, like, and I feel like win or lose, you know, like uh, Detroit, you know, we came far. And I don't feel like, and I feel like a lot of people mm. shouldn't feel bad, you know, like win or lose, you know, we came very far. Like, don't Yeah, but here's, Emil, personal. here's the deal. If you cannot go out and lose Sunday night, I mean, oh, we I, don't want to. Oh, most definitely. That's I not appreciate the, the sentiment. Way. That's why gamble. I mean, but I ain't going <laughs> to be selling positivity if they lose. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're Emil. I know we're not used to having home playoff games. Lord knows you haven't had one in thirty years. If you go out and lose to the Rams, all good vibes are out. At least for me. Yeah. You guys can do whatever you want. It's like Michigan fans. No, feel yeah. however you want. You ain't going to tell me how to feel. No, because all of a sudden reality will kick in. You may lose one or both your coordinators. I sent you next year's schedule, and though we don't know what the teams are. Oh, and just wait. Just wait, because you know who. It's going to be like free agency when the coaches show up at the player's house at midnight. You know who's coming. Where Where is this goofball? 
Just wait. Cookies 2K24. He'll be on Goff's front lawn. And I don't want to do those shows. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So, yeah, if losing, not really an option. Losing Laporta makes this so difficult, especially going out there and watching this secondary get torched for over 600 yards from three different, well, two receivers torched you for 600 yards last three games. Let's go to Jackson, 97-1. What's up, Jackson? Hey, Mike, how are you doing? Good. What's going on? Hey, not much. Uh, I was going to say, Rico kind of stole my talking point because just talking about the analytics, you know, it really didn't make much sense to – Play the starters. I mean, so we're going to put our faith in a four and twelve Commanders team and Tommy Cutlets. I mean, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so all the risk injury. I mean, well, I mean, half of that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? I, I, gee, I wonder. No, I, Jackson, yeah. you're right. Sorry, okay, no, it's okay. And understand, I knew Friday if someone got hurt, I'll stand here and own it. Like I wanted them to play because this is who this guy is. You don't get some of them, you're getting all of them. And you're just going to have to get comfortable with it. Now, I understand the Laporta thing makes it look incredibly stupid. But I, he's not going to change, Jackson. This is what he is. It's what, he, it's what he's built on. Right. No, I agree 100%. I like it. I like it more so during games. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he, he just can't say, oh, I'm going to hide behind analytics. It kind of feels like a crutch right now. I know you kind of mentioned that last week. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, we're going to get all the answers we need. How does he approach the game against the Rams? Because if you're going for it at midfield in week 13, but you're not doing it in the wild card round, you're telling me you're not authentic. If you believe, right, it's like the scene in Moneyball. We're going to take this the whole way. You, you have analytics. You, he's got to believe. Yeah. Right. No, you're 100% right. I, I was stumbling upon your old videos because sometimes I, I like listening to your old rants. They're kind of funny. <laughs> Uh-oh. And, uh, I remember stumbling on one in 2017. The Lions played the Steelers, and Jim Bob Cooter, I think one time he down by the goal line, He one time he went for it, and the other time he kicked the field goal out. Like, this was a while ago. I don't know if you remember it. I do not, but okay. You, but, yeah, you railed on him for, you know, kicking it one time, going for it the other time, just because you get about 25% of the points that you could have got, if that makes sense. Right, you have to decide. You know, the other thing is, am I a huge all underdog? All, yeah. Right, like – you have to look at it and look, this is the problem with analytics, Jackson. And and I understand they don't factor in the matchups. They don't factor in injuries. They don't factor in weather and they don't factor in game script. Mm. Now, if you're a huge underdog, like if the Steelers go out and lose their mind as 10 point underdogs going crazy and going for it, 
I'll have a greater understanding than I will say if Rico's team did it as a team clearly better than whoever they're playing in the second round. I think you have to look at how the game goes. Now, look, if 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 the Lions feel, let's say this is a shootout. Let's say the first two Rams drives, Stafford, seven plays, 68 yards, eight plays, 82 yards. So touchdown. it's a Chargers game. It's Hey, now all of a sudden it's going to change the way I think that a field goal is not going to get it done. Yep. But what I'm saying is if Dan Gamble becomes a completely different coach in the playoffs, that would bother me. See, but – Nope, I said I was going to move past that. I'm not what? Even, no, that's what bothered me in the Dallas game is every every point mattered. In the Chargers game, yeah, field goals are going to get you beat. But in the Dallas game, get every point that you can because, you know, first one to 24 points may win this thing. That's what bothered me by just play the – Go out there, be smart about well, it. Well, there's also a point where certain situations don't warrant going for it. I mean, I'm sorry, but fourth and goal from the seven, I'm kicking a field goal. Unless we're late stages, fourth quarter, and I got to have it. It's right, just right. You absolutely sense. have to have it or the game is over. All right, coming up, nine minutes, Rico's National Championship Eve. The night, the big game, Rico's got a full blitz presentation, point, counterpoint. David and I get to play judge, jury, and executioner. All right? And executioner. You know, we added the last part. (laughs) All right. You want to get to the people? Let's get to the people. I have been told Aaron is back, Kenny. I want to make sure we circle back. I knew he was somewhere in the background there. Aaron, are you with us? A.A. Ron. I'm with us, guys. A.A. Ron Ron. here. What's up? (laughs) Hey, guys. You know, it's the the new year, and I I tried to – I want to help people. So I'm going to try to help you guys. Mm. Because you guys over the years have slowly turned into, like – the the fine bomb or the Alex Jones of the news outlet. So like today, I I was hoping for like you guys got to have a wealth of knowledge on X's and O's. But all you guys want to talk about is how much you hate Michigan and how you want to just keep the whole shtick is about the narrative of how much you hate them. They're cheaters. They're trash. Well, I and mean, that's so it's like it, it's all true. But yes. Well, I may see right there. So you guys are, you know, you guys are like, do you want me to explain it to you? Do you want me to explain it to you? We can, I'll have a nice convo. Well, no, let's do, let's just, let's just be equitable. Let's talk about the, you know, let's, what's let's equitable. Talk about Here, here's what's equitable. Let me explain it to you. You can tell me sure. I disagree and that's fine. Like, but I'm Aaron, a, like I'm a five-year-old, please. No, I'm Aaron. I'm not being insulting. I'm being straight with you. No, I know. If I'm I go on the air right? and I do this hardcore breakdown of a football game and we get nerdy about X's and O's, that's bad for my business. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it, it, it just is. Yeah. Aaron, the amount of people that are actually willing to listen to that is very low. Now, now, but Aaron, I will say this. If you want to hear the nerdy geeked out stuff, you can listen to our pods because we get correct. into those types oh, of things. Do you? Okay. Yes. No. And you again, now, Aaron, me. Aaron, I did one segment before the Rose Bowl and I got nerdy. I broke it down because we were in the holidays and I said, here's the deal, guys. I think Michigan's going to win. Here's why. And I gave you everything. I gave you why Milrow can't process short to intermediate. I gave you why he's loose with the football when he carries it. I gave you how little I thought of Bama's O-line. But if you, listen, the one thing I am, I only speak for myself. You can go after Rico if you like. I'm authentic. I don't know you, Aaron. I'm saying as a school, 
as a football program? No, I don't like it. And I don't have respect for your coach or the way he's operated. I don't have to. I mean, you're a good football Very team. Obvious. Yeah, but I, I just I don't have to. If you like the players, but Aaron, Aaron, have I you look at the, the Houston Astros? Well, you mean the players who benefited from the cheating? No, Aaron, I don't want to hear from a group know, of eighteen like to twenty year olds. That, the players that aren't like engaged in sexual misconduct and the ones that aren't like. Now hold on, you know, where did that come from? Getting in bar fights and getting getting pulled out of the what's that? I said, where did that come from? Because that's a that's a big oh, accusation from the, from the from the D'Antonio years. Ah, I, I liked Mark D'Antonio okay. until now that stuff came out. Like, here's what I'll say. I All respect right. so Aaron. I respect let me Aaron. Let me say something. Football. I'm going to say this, and let's see if you can agree to this. If I'm going to okay. sit here and you're going to attach that stuff to my program, then why can't I attach real time cheating to yours? I don't attach that to your program, but like that would did. be the like that's what you guys do though. But Every time it's not did. about Blake Corm is a good human. It's not about well, like uh, you know. I'll tell you what. When, when, Blake, injury, when Blake addresses the LLC, touchdown. when Blake right. addresses the LLC, um, may, maybe I'll feel that way. Like I, it's very simple to me. These players are all good football players on surface, right. and some of them might be great kids. Yeah. But some of them have said some pretty dumb things, and they were the benefactors of widespread egregious cheating. I don't have to do anything you want me to do, Aaron. And here's the thing, Aaron. Even when I was starting to believe, okay, you know what? Maybe the players did not know. Maybe the coaches shielded them from that. Your own quarterback comes Uh out and says, oh, we've known about this. And we've known about this going back to 2019. And Whoa. I thought you didn't know. So I gave your players the benefit of the doubt and said, I understand maybe the parents kept that away from the kids and said, nope, don't let the players know how we got this information. We'll just look like geniuses. Aaron, the problem is you are the byproduct of 2024 news cycle. You want what other shows will give you. Tell me I'm pretty. But I yeah. shoot you straight. No, when no. I think your team's going to win, I pick you. And, I think you're winning tonight. But I don't just, have to like you. No, and that's what on earth? Mike has done stuff on Cash a Ticket. I've got. I gave you two different perspectives on the Five Star Zone, where I got somebody from Washington, and then I got uh, Howard Griffith, and we sat there and we broke it down, broke down the game. We're not doing it on the air, but yeah. if you want that, you get a lot of content that you could sit and listen to for hours. Yeah, go listen to a college football pod that's going to nerd out. Okay, this is a business. And in fact, it's the highest rated one in the country. So, yeah, I, dude, I got a business to run. But, yeah. Oh, well, John broke it. That's great. Go blue. I don't know yeah, what to tell I, you. Yeah, I, but you don't they sit here. They can do what they do, and I do what I do. Right, but I can't sit here and pat Nino Brown on the back because he's giving away turkeys on Thanksgiving. He still took over the car. No, I still would love the answer to the LLC. Either Connor Stallions falsified Blake Corum's name, which is a felony, and it's disgusting behavior, mm-hmm. or Blake was in business with a coach. And now, which is was, it? I was willing to say, you know what? I think Blake got used. I think Blake did cool. know. So just show me what happened. And then Blake's like, I right, give him my lawyer and we'll get back with you. We're still waiting. So again, you called in, you're upset. Well, you don't like what I like. I don't have to. But Mike's picked you, so I don't know what else you want him to do. I bet on him to win the Big Ten at the start of the year. I picked him to beat Ohio State. I picked him to beat Bama. No, I I don't know what you want from me now. To to stand next to John and lead that pep rally. He needs that type of enthusiasm. Can't do it.
Not reluctant, yeah, you're going to win. Can't do it. He needs you to be like, you're going to win. And not only that, you're the best team ever. Listen, this is Giants-Eagles for me. I don't like the Eagles. I don't like city of Philadelphia. I don't like the people. Don't like the uniforms. Don't like Nick Sirianni's face. I don't like anything to do with them. But they're the kings of the NFC East over the last 15 years. And they have Super Bowls. And they're a really good franchise. But I don't have to like you. Now, you may win tonight. I don't have to like you. I don't have to respect you. And the minute you got involved with the cheating, I don't have to validate it. I told you the rules mm, the minute this story came out. And that's where I think it's going to get lost in the wash. You can't sit here and say Michigan versus everybody and get mad when everybody doesn't acknowledge you. Or, Or call up a radio station and say he wants to hear about football and then talk about everything but football. Right. Like, you, you cannot do that. If, if you've isolated yourself on that island, you've said it doesn't matter what people think, right. so why do you get angry what people think? David, Because have- you're not going to get the respect, you're not going to get the validation from anybody. If you win tonight, you are the Houston Astros. That's what you become. And, and again, I laid the ground rules out in late October when this all broke, when the dam really broke, and I went, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk football. Just understand what this is going to mean. Did you see the piece in The Athletic this weekend? I sure did. Okay, they talked to more coaches. You want to see those quotes? This isn't a me and Rico thing. No one. The only people that respect you or are telling you how good you are, how innocent you are, are in the cult. Or their network has told them you're not allowed to discuss this, which is factual. So the point I'm making is, enjoy it. I talked to a friend of mine who was going to the game. Take the picture. Get it framed. Have your moment with your dad, your son. Do whatever you want to do. But what you don't get to do is, is seek validation. And that's what fans want. Make no mistake, fans who tune into a pregame show want to be told right. the people on TV are picking my team to win or they yeah. get upset. Because here's the thing. If you got angry in 97 when people said, well, you shared that national title. Or Woodson took money from an agent. You're going to be really upset if you win tonight. Uh, but Didn't he get like a every- fur coat or something? Wasn't that the story? He got a fur and like 10 grand. You remember before the Rose Bowl? They were playing Wazoo. Wasn't that the deal that came out? I think it was something like I wasn't even in college yet. I was working at a grocery store. <laughs> but, but I still knew what was going on because I still liked MSU, and Lord knows they were terrible. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, because I remember I th- I thought it was a joke until it was true. Like Marcus Ray was saying that they were at Snoop Dogg's house the night before. Oh, by the way, until Snoop Dogg actually told the story and was like, "Yeah, they had some Michigan guys at my house." And just so you understand, ESPN's doing nonstop coverage right now of Michigan UW. The biggest storylines are, is this Harbaugh's last game and where is he going? And they brought Adam Schefter in. And they've got Pete Thamelon talking about, should Jim Harbaugh's discipline follow him to the league? But that's Sparty TV, right? No, guys. No one likes you. Only you do. So circle the wagons and go enjoy it. Are you ready for the Blitz? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do it next. I'm down. All right. National championship game tonight. Rico has a blitz. I think Michigan wins. Rico says, not so fast, my friend. David, I don't know what type of music we have. Do we have a little purple rain? Some Prince nonsense, perhaps? No, just regular football. Oh! Woo! 
Let's talk about it. Rico Beard. All right, Michael. Yes. David. Reasons why the Washington Huskies will be crowned national champions tonight. Reason number one. Michigan didn't show up. No. Okay. Just saw the update. Running back Dylan Johnson for Washington is expected to play. He's one of the 25 best running backs in the country. And they're facing a front seven that no one in the Pac-12 has. What does it matter? You can have Barry Sanders back there. How are they going to move that Michigan front? Okay. I'm asking. No, no. Point, counterpoint. David, you want to say something? I agree with him. I just, the defensive line for Michigan, I don't see it. I secede my time to the senator from Michigan. Here's your counterpoint. Mm. Because now it's Michigan. You played against Jalen Milrow in that bad Alabama line. Hold on. Now, you have to pick your poison on defense. They were able to blitz Alabama because they could. If you bring the heat for Washington, now you're going to get, it's the secondary is going to get one-on-one coverage. Washington in the first half of games, you know, the percentage of them throwing the ball in the first half of the games is? No, go ahead. 67%, which means they jump ahead of you early. And in the second half, do you know what the percentage of passing the ball is? Tell us, Rico. Well, I was trying to build up, Mike, but I see you don't want to play my game. It's 50-50. But if they don't get the lead early in the game against Michigan, which I don't think they can, it won't matter. Let me just suggest one thing. Okay. What Rico's saying on surface is all true. The problem is nobody gets a lead on Michigan, not a more than one score lead. Okay. How is Washington going to slow down Michigan and equalize T.O.P.? Interesting that you said that, Mike, because I've seen an example of how Washington slowed down a team with a quarterback and with a top running back mm-hmm. and even some good wide receivers. And they not only did it once, they did it twice. It's the University of Oregon. That's a point for Rico. No, it, it is. I believe Oregon to this day is still one of the four or five best teams in the country. UW beat them twice. Right. That's a point for Rico. I can't argue that. And with that Oregon game, for the last three of the last four games, and including tonight's game, Washington has been the underdog. They were the underdog against Washington State. No, they were the underdog against Oregon State. They were the underdog against Oregon. They were underdogs against Texas. They won all of those games. They're used to the the chip on the shoulder. They're used to the disrespect. They're used to all. Oregon was a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in the Pac-12 championship. Didn't mean anything. So they're used to the disrespect, and nobody thinks that they're going to win. David? From an attitude standpoint, I still give Michigan the edge because they're playing the role of the aggrieved. And they are as dialed in as any team in America. Now, Washington, you're right, chip on the shoulder, but nothing compares to what we've seen coming out of Ann Arbor. These these young men are convinced they've been done wrong. And they are focused on... Even though... Yes. <laughs> they have done something wrong. It's right. an interesting dilemma, isn't it? Now, thanks to the bowl game, this number has now changed. Michigan's defense, please don't get me wrong, That's a great defense they have. That front seven, phenomenal. They get the job done. But you have to wonder about the numbers because everybody talks about, well, look at the Washington defense. They're ranked 90th. Thanks to the bowl game, this has changed. Michigan, you know how many top 50 offenses they faced this year? Michigan? Yeah. Um, Two? It's now three. Thanks to the bowl game. Okay. Penn State entered the chat. So Penn State, 
UNLV and Alabama. That's it. One Big Ten school in the top 50. So, you know how many Alabamas? I mean, how many Washingtons face this year? And maybe this is why their defense doesn't look as good. Seven? Eight. All right. So, let me let me say this. If you wanted to build a case, I will just tell you, the only way I think UW wins is an absolute shootout, like a TCU-style game. Because here is something factually, David, I can't argue. Who is the best quarterback Michigan has seen? Milrow. He can't throw a forward pass. But that's what I'm saying. Right. Milrow will take deep shots, but he has no processing ability, short to intermediate, no accuracy. Drew Aller stinks. McCord was so good, he opted for Syracuse. Is it baby Tua? Mm -hmm. Talia, is that the best QB you really face? Maybe. So Rico has a point in that now you are going to get allegedly the best of the best. But but and, but on the other side of that. But I still think trying to beat a team one-dimensional, you're never getting anywhere against Michigan doing that. See, and that's the thing. But on, the, on the other side, Washington hasn't faced a NFL scheme-type defense. That's what Michigan's defense is. They are running yeah. an NFL-type defense. Okay, Phoenix hasn't now, seen that. Now David brings up a point. I agree with him. I think from a coordinator standpoint, Sharon Moore and Jesse Minter are elite. Mm -hmm. I think Grubb is elite, but it's Kalen DeBoer's offense. I still believe Michigan's biggest advantage in the post-cheating era is they have legitimate. I mean, Sharon Moore's a head coach. He's probably your next head coach. And Jesse Minter is going to be a DC in the NFL before long, i.e. whenever Mike McDonald gets a head coaching job. No, so truthfully, David, I mean that. Speaking of quarterbacks, you talk about them. Michigan oh. faced Jalen Milrow, best quarterback. Oregon, uh, you got the Arizona quarterback. Uh, his name, come on now, it's Fafita. Fafita. Caleb Williams, number one pick of the draft. Yep. Cam Ward. Yeah. Bo Nix. Oh, wait, Bo Nix again. They've seen quarterbacks. So, hey, what about Sam Levitt? And for everybody saying, well, you know, Blake Corman, the running game, I give you once again, Bucky Irvins of Oregon, who I think is a better running back. They contained them. They kept them from scoring. They were able to run between the 20s, and then after that, it stopped. You want a couple more? Yeah, I, I'm okay. here for all of it. Okay. It's point-counterpoint. Okay. This is great. You're looking at the best offensive line in football this year. Oh, the Joe Moore Award winner. Yes. Is this where you tell us how many sacks they've given up? Well, you want to give it to them? 11. Thank you. And then on top of that, if you're Michigan, you pick your point. If you bring the heat, Penix gets the ball out within three seconds. Here's what I'll tell you. If you drop your quarterback 40 times against U of M, he's getting dropped at least five times. I have to see it to believe it that that offensive line against Michigan's front and their variable alignments and coverage and blitzes, you're right in what you're saying. But Rico, if they're one-dimensional... See, Adam, once again, Dylan Johnson playing tells me I don't think they're going to be one-dimensional because that's what gets lost in the wash. David just flipped you off. David, How over to you. How healthy is Dylan Johnson, though? David, he's been injured all season he long. Has. The same guy, the same injury he has now, same, same injury, injury he had against had. Oregon. Correct. Same okay. injury he had against Texas. Oh, by the way... The quarterbacks that they played, I forgot. Quinn yours. Texas is back. Hey, Add that to the Time list. Out. You can't hold that against me. No, I'm not. No, they no. won the Big 12 and made the playoff. No, no, no. Mike, now, come I'm on. saying they played quarterbacks. They played 
teams that can run the ball. Where? Okay, so hold on. David, you ready? Am I allowed to ask him a question in the point-counterpoint? I, I say yes. Go ahead. This is point-counterpoint. Where does J.J. McCarthy rank amongst the quarterbacks UW has faced? Uh, see, I don't That's a flag on that one because he would be the the worst quarterback. How dare you? He would be the worst quarterback. They no, face. he wouldn't. Come on. That's he, not fair. He You're not no, being no, 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 fair. No, 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 no. Okay, he, when he, yours is worse? He would not be the worst quarterback. Wow. Let me. He's let me better look. than DJU. Okay, all right. You're gonna. Oh, I, I was thinking of the one he just Cam mentioned. Ward he didn't is mention hit or miss. DJU. Cam Ward is a turnover machine. Cam Ward's hit or miss. Fair. But then again, you play for Washington State. They got homeless people at wide receiver. It's a Bo- bad. Okay, Bo Nix, Cam Ward, Caleb Williams, and Quinn Ewers all ranked higher than JJ. David, your oh, thoughts. I'm not saying he's and, the worst. Uh, what's his name? He's Le- the worst. The Arizona Noah Ke- Fafita. Fafita. Put they- some, as Birdman once said, put some respect on my name. Noah Fafita. And, and I ain't gonna talk about it no more. And finally, <laughs> Noah Fafita. And finally, they have not one, not two, but three NFL wide receivers in Odunze, McMillan, and Polk. McMillan didn't play at all. He got injured, I think, before the MSU game or during the MSU game. He was out for most of the season. He is now back, but Polk and Odunze, I I believe together were like two of the top 15 receivers. The only one that you faced that good was Marvin Harrison. Okay. Little point counterpoint. Rico making a case the game's worth watching if you want to operate a spite store. If you're a Michigan fan and you thought, hey, it's a layup, which I still I feel like you losing this game would take some effort by you. That is your national title. Point counterpoint. Mr. Hatchet Man. Uh, in a lovely Steelers long sleeve t-shirt. Uh, national title game, the Sam Laporta injury. It's all available to you. Give me some of the ticket text coming in. What do we got? Yeah, someone's saying, you're still not answering my question, Rico. They won the games against Oregon, but they didn't slow them down. It came down to the last possession in a shootout both times. Same with Texas. Very true. So what was the question? The question is, can they slow Michigan down? No. They don't have to. They they played Oregon twice. Like, what the hell is Mark D'Antonio doing up on that screen? Uh, he got he but got he's in the Hall of Fame class, College Football Hall of Fame. Class. Oh, good for him. All right, go well, ahead, David. David. What I'm saying is, Whatever. they played Oregon twice. They slowed them down enough. Nowhere did I say Washington is going to shut you down. They're going to slow you down enough, and the offense is going to just keep it rolling. Someone else says Michigan has at least three NFL defensive backs. I'm not worried about Washington's wide receivers. Yeah, but okay, timeout. When have they been really tested? Now, you'll say Ohio State. Well, Marvin Harrison still popped off. But that was the only big-time receiver they had. This Abuka kid who gets all this hype, I never see anything out of him. Julian Fleming was a bust. Like, who in the Big Ten were you really worried about? I mean, the fact is you got a better quarterback getting them the ball. I Listen, Rico's best point, and although I don't think it's going to play out to the level he wants, or I want, or really America wants, but the reality is, I think Michigan's stats on defense are largely trumped up. I think they're largely fake. You played no one, and you played an offensively challenged conference. Now, when you played Ohio State, you hung on, but they moved the ball. You played Bama. You hung on, but they moved the ball. 
So the idea that Washington's not going to move it, no, I, I think that's a fantasy. All I'm saying is I think Washington's going to have to be one-dimensional, and that's just not a recipe against Michigan. Now, look, if I'll tell you right now, if Penix goes into this game one-dimensional and, and rips it 40 times and throws for anything north of 350 and they win, you're no, talking no. about a kid that will end up boosting his draft stock in an Anthony Richardson level. But see, I'll say this, Mike, if Penix has to do that, then Michigan's probably won the national title. Oh, they well, they are winning. I'm just trying to... No, 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 I'm just saying, if, if Penix has to throw the ball that many times, now, the, what gets lost... What's his pass attempts at? Uh, can he pull up his pass attempts on a sports book for me? I don't know if FanDuel offers it, but you can go somewhere else. Pull up what they expect. I'd love to know the expected over-under on passing attempts tonight for both quarterbacks. I can get you that right now. Well, please do then, good sir. Um, but yeah, I, I just look. I, I for for different reasons, I still think Michigan wins. Now, clearly, okay. you ready? Yeah. I, can I guess? Yeah. Can we have some fun. Yeah. Point counterpoint. Let's no, go. No, no, hold on. So McCarthy or, or Penix first? Mike, let's go with the goat, JJ. Oh, JJ McSizzle. Flag. What? Hey, yo, no, no. Harbaugh called him the goat. Harbaugh called him that. He said he's the greatest damn quarterback in the history of quarterbacks. I mean, after all, if if I had to illegally meet with a recruit, it would be the greatest quarterback ever. There we go. Cheeseburger. So listen. (laughs) Well, he's the cheeseburger. I know. Um, JJ's pass attempts. Over under. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, no. 23.5. You want to get in on this? I do. Over 23.5 is the number? No, 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 I'm guessing what the total is. You want to guess? Yeah, I'm going to guess 25.5. I know Kenny doesn't care about the game because no, it Kenny, doesn't mean no, anymore. No, 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 Kenny has to care because tonight Kenny has to choose the program to root for after his blessed SEC was the dragon was slayed by Michigan. Yeah, that fan base has not made themselves any more likable this past week, so I think I'm rooting for Washington. Pretty okay, heavy. then. Noted you want to take a guess? Uh, David kind of stole it with my 25 and a half. I thought the exact same thing. These two are correct. Really? A, I'm a fan of a cheating program, so I stole his answer. That's how dare you. No competitive advantage, even though you looked at his test. Michael Penix? Well, you reacted poorly when I said 40, so 34.5. See, I was around 35, so. I was going to go 33, 33 and a half. I just want to know. 38 and a half. They know. They know what's up. UW is not running the football tonight. It's not happening. You want to do longest pass from scrimmage while we're here? I don't care. Sure. All right. Let's just have some fun. Longest pass from scrimmage, JJ, 36 and a half. Okay. I can see it. Michael Penix, want to guess? 49.5. I was going to guess 46 and a half. I was going to say 40 and a half. 43 and a half. Ah, okay. 43 and a half. I mean, look, I do think it'll be a higher-scoring game. You know, it's not going to be in the tw- – I think Michigan gets to 30, and I think Washington's in the 20s. I just don't want to lay the points. But, I, you know, and again, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm betting Michigan money line. I'm not betting minus 230. That's ridiculous. But, no, I I just believe Michigan has the matchups. Look, if Penix does this – No, and here's the thing. If Michigan goes out there and beats Washington with that offense – on the field, there's nothing you can say. No. Because you beat Bama, and then you went up against the number one quarterback in the nation. So, 
if you win this game on the field, congratulations. And you can even buy your little Sports Illustrated leather-bound memory book. Do they still sell those? Uh, all I know is the NCAA can't take those away. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Take back Reggie Bush's house. <laughs> Reg, I, hey, hey! As I've said to Michigan fans, I still remember Reggie Bush in the Rose Bowl. Vince Young in the Rose Bowl. I, I don't recall who won that game. Okay. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. David, a few more ticket texts if you'd be so kind. Washington's points will be limited strictly because they won't be on the field enough to score a ton of points. Thirty five to twenty four. Michigan. It's like I wrote the ticket text. <laughs> no, I yeah. do. I agree with that no, because no. if you can't possess the football, you're compressing the game. I understand, but I think everybody's thinking it's going to be second half of Penn State. I don't think it's going to be that easy, but okay, I could be wrong. I don't think so. I don't think it'll be 32 straight runs, but I don't think it'll be far off. But who's to say Washington <clears throat> can't do that either? Because Washington can Me, run the ball and they, they like to dink and dunk. Now, what happens is you start cheating, they go over the top. Well, someone wants to make a point to yours about um, you talk about what Michigan has faced offensively. Uh, they want to counter you. Washington's ranked pass defense they've played 54, 65, 82, 87, 89, 90, 101, and it continues to get worse from there. So they're making a point. They haven't faced a pass defense that's good. They face NFL quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I would be careful just on rank based on the Pac-12 as a passing league. It is going to really make your defensive numbers look a little odd. I'm just a, like the Big Ten is a running league, so it's going to make it seem like, oh, my right. God, we can stop. the. Remember, part of those totals that Michigan has, you throw in that Iowa game. Right, like that if I, if I got to see Michigan gives up 9.5 points a game, and it's like, right, half the teams you played couldn't crush a grape in a food fight. Like, yes. look at your non-conference yeah. plus Iowa. Like, right throw, off the top, let's just – a third of your schedule yeah. is hapless. Yeah, throw in Iowa, throw in MSU. There you go. That skewed the right. You're right. It's, it's not Michigan's fault. Hey, bigger train wreck. Michigan State football this year or Michigan State basketball? Football. Push. Football. Thank God Michigan's in the national title game and whoa, the Lions whoa, whoa, whoa. are in the playoffs. Football. Basketball, because, it's not no, done no, yet. Basketball no. was supposed to yeah. be top I, I'm with David. It's College. not I'm going to tell you yet. The same thing that applies to Red Wing hockey that we've talked about, how they're getting hidden because of how bad the Pistons are. Right. Thank God for the Lions and the Wolverines doing what they're doing because Michigan State basketball is, a, is an embarrassment. And Tom's post game last night, embarrassing. Right. But see, embarrassing. You, right. You, yeah. embarrassing. It's not done yet. Boo-booey, embarrassing. No. Well, you knew Boo-booey was going to go off. He all goes off every year. Embarrassing. Was it embarrassing when they were on a five-game winning streak? Yes. Okay. Embarrassing. We didn't talk it's, about it. It's all embarrassing. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. That I no, no. I tried to tune into that yesterday, and I'm going. And how does he ask me to watch this? Here's team? the problem. You, you, you missed probably the best game that they played. That one. I. It was Malik Hall. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Okay. Well, it was. When you have nothing for a stat line, let's just move it up. Yeah. Okay. okay. But MSU hoops catch the feeling, David. I'll say that <laughs> if they finish and they are one and done or don't make the tournament, you're right. At that point, nah, it's still Michigan State football because at least Izzo will have the decency not to do anything stupid in the hotel room. Okay, fair. And I'll leave it at that. That's okay. I think that's a great place <laughs> to leave it. Your phone calls are coming up next. It's Black Monday.
uh, coaches getting fired all over the NFL. We'll update all those situations later in the hour, 97.1. All right, to the people. Talk about Sam Laporta, who all but likely is not going to play this weekend. We can. My concern is huge. Um, I think he's massively important to what the Lions do. The Stafford thing from a content standpoint, yeah, of course we're excited about it. From a matchup, yeah, no, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua on the fast track indoors against your secondary. Uh, no, that's not what dreams are made of. But we'll talk about it. I'd love to know your guys' thoughts. And then Michigan, obviously, national title game tonight. We're rapping about it. I just don't see many pathways to U of, U of M losing this game. Now, now, I didn't see it against TCU. Let's be fair. I got that one wrong. But it featured two pick sixes. It featured TCU gutting your defense in a way that Ohio State couldn't. Maybe, maybe we see that again tonight. I don't know. But Michigan has had the answer for everybody. Mm -hmm. And the way they play is the opposite of, I think, how UW wants it. But we'll look. We're going to find out, thank God, three hours from now, we can watch the damn game, be done with it. And uh, then we get into Lions football and waiting for the NCAA to hit you with a laser beam. So there you go. Uh, what did I miss? That's what we're rapping about. Yeah. And if you're a Michigan fan, am I underselling UW? Are you more concerned with UW than than I am? You know, than David is. David is like me. Now, David's a, a blue belly, but David is like, no, they, we're not losing this game. Can't lose this game. Yeah, I think you guys are underselling them a little bit. But I know, but you, know you, what? you do love them. In all fairness, and I do hate them. That's you, you do. <laughs> I mean, hey, Mike, the one thing that I love about you is you will always be you. Yeah, I mean, but I I mean. <laughs> You've called them frauds all year long. Because I watch the damn game. I know. And you know why they're frauds to you? Because they're so lucky. Because they don't cover. We're talking about you, Doug. Yes, they don't cover. Because good teams win, great teams cover. And they don't. And, and they're not great. Because they don't cover. Well, they did against Oregon, and that hurt me twice. Well, they were. Yeah, they I want my money. Oregon back. was favored. So, 248 539 Shall we go to the people? Let's, Let's go to Vincent 97.1. Hello, Vince. Hey, how the hell are you guys doing, man? Good, hey. Vinny. What's going on, buddy? Oh, man, a couple hours ago, you, you made a comment uh, about uh, Stafford's going to come into the stadium and he's going to be uh, applauded by the fans and everything. I think the only thing he's going to get is maybe a mild golf clap, to tell you the truth. And uh, there is no love loss between the Lions that we have now and Stafford. Because Hutchinson and his buddies, they're all going to be going after his head while he's back there. It's not like Campbell's going to say, oh, Stafford's in the house. Uh, take it easy on him. No, you know? no, no, oh, no, 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 Vincent. I, 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 I meant like, no, no, Vincent, hold on. I meant before the game, they will yeah. probably do something where they cheer him. Not during I the game. I, no. I don't believe that, man. I really don't. I hope not. I really don't. I, I, I think... I don't believe that. I really don't. And I don't think uh, the people in the stands, the fans, are still the same. The team has changed, but the fans are the same. same. And I don't believe they would buy into that. They would probably just. No, and that was my point to what Rico said is pregame. I don't want any special introduction. I don't want a highlight. I want nothing. Well, I hope that the fans have changed. Well, I know that's not what Rico said. You said that that they were going to. You know they're gonna do on the, the put like put out a benefit banquet form before the game. But, you know or but whatever. But are these the same fans that bought Detroit Rams T-shirt and paraphernalia? 
Yeah, the difference is now he wasn't playing well, against them. So, okay. well, well, those aren't really fans. You know, those are fans of the player, not fans of the team. Oh, I agree and with that. Big like I said, I think I before the game, they'll acknowledge Matthew Stafford, and after that, all bets are off. That's it. We gave you your flowers, and now we're done. Yeah, I think this is a whole different thing. Look, we, the, the, these people haven't had a home playoff game in 30 years. The idea that it would be anything other than toxic in there. I, I, I just, know. come on. Man. I, I, well, I thought that they would raise a banner with the crowd I there, really didn't do that I, either. That was a weird decision. That, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand what they do down there. But, hey, let's go to Rob, 97.1. Rob, what's going on, buddy? I don't know how we're going to get through this night, the three of us, but um, I, it's, it's it's baffling to me. Caller Aaron, guys, and 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 like real quick, Rico, or it might have been you, Mike, that mentioned 05 USC in, in Texas. I don't know if you guys remember. I want to comment on Michigan, but uh, at the beginning of the year, Donovan Edwards had made a comment. He singled out Reggie Bush and Lendale White from the 05 year, and how him and Blake would be at the end of this year would be the best running back, you know, wide receiver duo ever. Um, well, Donovan, you're about 1,900 yards and 15 touchdowns short of them. And I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen this evening. So can we chill with the uh, comparing him and Blake to the best running back duo I've ever seen in my life? Well, Rob, you have to remember, he's, he's uh, changing the game. Well, it, it, well, hey, hey Rico, you know, <laughs> God's gift of great earth. He, he can do no wrong, correct? But, oh, but guys, boy. you know, caller – like between caller Aaron and John and that rant and that speech that he gave yesterday. And when Doug came on the air about how butthurt he was that, you know, and how offended he was that Florida state didn't make it, but yet he hasn't even mentioned Michigan, you know, getting into the playoffs and what they've done. And, you know, family members and friends of mine that I haven't talked to in years coming out of the woodwork and sending text messages like, you know, Michigan and how much better than Notre Dame and Michigan state they are. And they're insufferable. And, I am. I've been praying all day, and Mike, you know I'm a big college football guy. Yeah. I wasn't planning on watching the game tonight just because I, I'm, I'm. I've been sick about it. No. Now come on. To. Come on now. Listen. No, no, the sun rises here. Jesus. Now I'm going to hate watch the crap out of this oh. game, and I'm <laughs> praying that Penix just, you know, puts his big Penix energy on JJ and Jim and just takes it to him. Because but Rob, Rob, here's fans, the thing. This is really a win-win if you think about it. All right, work with me on this. All right, yep. let's say Michigan loses. Ha, 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 we all act like Millhouse and it's a good time, right? But let's say Michigan wins. What's the win? Laser beam. No, 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 no. Well, that's my point. What's the win? They will have cashed in everything they purported to be, become everything they hate, to win an asterisk-ridden title where their coach can't leave fast enough. Who cares? You know, I kind of think about it like as a fan, if Notre Dame – you know, was in this game, and they have done what Michigan has. I genuinely think as a fan, I wouldn't want them to be in the game because I don't want what's going to happen, what's coming after. I, I got a, and, and I've got one of my good buddies who, while he's watching the games and enjoying it, he went to Michigan. He's like, it's just part of it doesn't matter because I know what's coming. So I'm enjoying right, it while right. I got it, but he's like, I know Arbaugh's gone, and I know they're going to take it away. So, I don't know. People can do whatever they want with it. But, I mean, for me, Rob, I got news for you. Like, we'll talk about it one way or the other tomorrow. rest of the week's going to be Lions. Thank God. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but, I mean, Rob, I'm, you can't not watch. You're too big of a college football fan. You are the guy who goes to games around the country. 
You have to Can watch. Can we mix in some Malik Hall talk here this week, guys? Is that going to be on the schedule this week, or is, is, are we going to postpone that? Uh, generally, we don't talk about players who don't post a single stat in 25 minutes of uh, playtime. He better not start another game this year, Rico, and he better be coming off the bench. He better be Xavier Booker. Leave the warm-up <laughs> on, get two minutes a game, put it back on, and never see the floor. Rob, I, if, I, Rob, I, I if I could do, do that, I, I wish I had as much power as people think that I do. But, yeah, after watching last night, I was just like, what are we doing? Let me tell you something. After the Lions, however this season goes, after Michigan wins or doesn't win their natty and things calm down, we're going to talk about the flaming clown car that is MSU and Michigan basketball this season. Because this weekend, I saw something at U of M I've never seen before. Juwan just saying, ah, Phil, you coach. You're from Philly. Wait, what? Down four with a minute to go, and Martelli's got the whiteboard, not Juwan? That, I had never seen that. Dude, just step aside. Just say you're leaving to spend time with your family and your heart can't take it, and just bolt. For Izzo? Uh, we're on the precipice here of you losing your mind. He's talking about getting sued for criticizing players. Yeah, he sounds like a man that's ready to tap out. Like, well, then, I, then, I, then I you don't, know what? I don't like new college rules. Okay, so do me a favor. Tap out before you become Belichick. Tap out before you're a sad parody of the man you used to be. Tap out. Leave. No. I feel you. But I don't want Izzo to become sad Izzo. Sizzo. I don't want it. Maybe he'll let Monty, you know, do the coaching and he'll stand on the sideline. If MSU was down forward a minute to go and he had bequeathed Mark Montgomery coaching duties, here's Izzo while Mark has the whiteboard. Spine, get out of my way. Give me that. Right. Here's what we're doing. Right. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I understand. You're at the palestra. It, it's like sending somebody out to flip a coin. You go out there. You're the honorary but captain. But they're doing a coaching with a minute to go on the whiteboard. <laughs> hey, but he's sitting there. The team is all focused on Martelli, and Jawan is walking behind like he's one of the bench players hoping to get in the game. I truly was expecting a resignation announcement at the end of the game. Hey, do we have that ward manual sound? We do. Let me play that for you. Because while we're talking about the natty, I can tell you a lot of ESPN's coverage is actually not about football. Oh, Sparty. Yeah, a lot of Sparties work at ESPN. They're talking about should Harbaugh's discipline follow him to the league. That's ridiculous. I don't care what you do in college. I don't care what dirt you have. It does not translate to the NFL. So you can miss me with that. Uh, it's part of the reason why he's not staying. He's going to be suspended all next year. It's not. It's just ridiculous. But the other thing they're talking a lot of, what? You're smiling at me. I got something to show you Okay, and <laughs> yeah, we'll come back with Ward. Yeah. Okay, F it. You know, I don't even remember what I was saying, but Rico creepily smiling at me has, has me shook. I'll, <laughs> I'll be right there. Um, all right. <laughs> College football ends tonight. FanDuel, $150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. You place your first $5 bet. It's $150, win or lose. Uh, and they got you covered. More prop bets than any other sports book. You bet all the Blake Corum, J.J. McSizzle, Roma Dunze, whatever you like to make tonight's natty game entertaining, exciting, whatever you like. FanDuel's got it. It's FanDuel, the official sports book of 97.1 The Ticket. 21 and up present, Michigan. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issue. I'm a trouble bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms, sportsbook.fanduel.com. You got a gambling problem, 1-800-270-7117.
All right, we'll get to the people. David, a few ticket texts talking about Michigan, Washington tonight also. Look, Dan Campbell, I think he said the right thing at the press conference. Rico just played it. Outside shot for Laporta. What's he going to say? You're not going to rule a guy out on Monday. He walked off. But do I really believe you're getting Sam Laporta or anything close to Sam Laporta when you take the field Sunday night? No, I don't. No. Uh, Just because he's there, he may give it a go. I would be really surprised. So, yeah, I'm concerned. I think that's a big loss. So we've talked about that a lot today, too. And, look, I'm, I'm, there's no hindsight. I'm not allowed to criticize Dan Campbell for playing him because I said, play your starters, go try to win the game, and if you get up, pull the plug in the third quarter and be done with it. Damn, yeah. David, you're going to break the mic stand. What on? It's already <laughs> broken. It keeps falling away from me every time I try to use it. Oh, by the way, uh, Wink Martindale has resigned. Yeah, I, I, he got fired. Dayball and him were buttonheads all year. Listen, man, I don't want. I don't want to. Don't say the word New York Giants. Just don't. Just, I, 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 don't even go there. I'll leave that for Gator. <laughs> he almost took one to the spine earlier too. <laughs> don't do this. No, no, no I just want to. Gator, stop. I haven't. I don't really, think you were around, David. I haven't really made a habit of telling a coworker to get the f back in the studio. But yep, that happened. Me today. and Kenny was like, just. I just was stop. like, Gator, don't get don't. back in the box. Stop. <laughs> Well, I just need to know. What, what, does, this mean? what does this mean, quarterback? Rela- Gator, why are you doing this? Just let it go. You've been warned. Right. I made sure you were getting. I didn't even put the words new and York in a text no, message. With no, you. no. We were about to play a game of would you eat it? It was going to be my elbow on his temple. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it was so the good. most innocent trolling I've ever heard. So how much did the Giants hurt the traffic, Gator? Not now. Yeah, but, I mean, it doesn't. Gator, why are you, you're killing, why are we doing, Gator, get the F in the studio. Oh, you wonder why it's I say a lovely quarter saying. zip. Get away from me. I need who said it right now. Uh, someone texted in and says, remember when Michigan had the best O-line? Yeah, didn't matter. What happened when they played Georgia? They got stomped. So someone's not afraid of Washington's O-line. That's okay. such an odd Flex. So just so I'm clear, so saying that Washington won the Joe Moore, your equivalency is you're now Georgia from three years ago. In that, I apparently. guess apparently when you won the award, it was Fugazi. It didn't count. Weird David, flex, but da- David, your people are a strange lot. That's all I can. A do. lot of them are that. You're you're exactly right. Boy, it sounds like you guys just think that Washington is going to score at will on Michigan. You guys sound like you have no confidence at all in Michigan's defense. That, wait, I picked Michigan to win, and I don't. You know what? I quit. And I, I think, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get John Jansen to just <laughs> do mornings and afternoons, and I'm going to the beach. Because you people, you want CNN or Fox News. You just want to hear what you want to hear. I picked you to win the game. I thought Washington would be contained in the 20s. What what planet are you? What are you on? Planet no, no, no. Nebula? No, no, no. They're, they're saying, because I actually said that I think Washington can score. So by saying that, oh, they're just going to run up and down the field. Well, they have a very potent offense. So, yes, they can score. They can they can go on long drives. They can score quickly. You know what? Michigan 63, mini Huskies 2. Right, but there the fact, go. no, but 2, 2, 
You think there's going to be a safety? Oh, you have no <laughs> belief in Michigan. My bad. My bad. That's where they but, are right now. But I, I think, again, this is the this is the quandary. I think if you're a Michigan fan who has a good view of the world, you're going to be fine. But for, look, most of them are nutcases. The point I make is you're not going to get the one thing you're seeking. Sports fans seek, above all, validation. That's the flex for sports fans. You want to be validated. So when you watch a show where the hosts are predicting the show, ESPN, a pregame show, whatever it is, you're not tuning in to learn anything. You're not even interested in hearing about the game. You just want the host to say things that align with your beliefs. Mm -hmm. So when someone says something that doesn't align with it, well, they must be stupid or agenda-ridden or just a bleephole. Not really. So here's the deal. If you win the Natty tonight, what have I said to you since late October? Enjoy it for you. Don't bring it to my doorstep. The rest of America. Now, I'm sure you've bunkered yourself. It's the right move, right? You don't want to hear reality. The rest of America is rooting against you. No one respects you. And most, almost exclusively, there will be an asterisk next to your title for eternity. That's if you're allowed to keep the damn thing after they vacate all your wins. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy Houston tonight and enjoy the trip and the pictures and the memories and the rest. But what you don't get, what the Houston Astros have never gotten, what Kansas basketball doesn't get, what 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 teams who cheat don't get, you don't get validated. Because we get to sit here and go, no, well, you, I mean, you cheated. So, like, whatever, dude. Enjoy. But yeah. For some reason, I'm a bad person because I said that the best quarterback in football – I have not with, turned with, you into that. No, no, no. I'm just saying the best quarterback in football with three NFL wide receivers is going to score points. Well, David, I, uh, did I, uh, you're I the didn't Michigan do fan. Because I said I think Michigan wins. I think they win fairly easily, which would be double figures. But maybe I should have just been a little bit more and just said, you know, 48 to uh, five. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Field goals. <laughs> I know. How dare I? They're going to kick a field goal and a safety. Have you not seen Michigan special teams? I mean, they did. They dodged a bullet. That Their special teams was not good. Uh, I would expect a bounce back. You can't play two games like that in a row on special teams. That was missed extra point, missed I field goal, two yeah. muff punts. Can't do that. I mean, I just don't think that's going to happen again. But yeah, I, mean, I hope not. My bad. I mean, D- David, let me ask you a question. Sure. W- when I say what I just said regarding, like, it's only an issue if you make it an issue. This issue of validation. Not you. I'm saying your fan base. If you let it alone, you're good. But yet fans will call the show and demand something that is just not on the menu. That's exactly. It's not. That's what Aaron did. Aaron called up, wanted to talk football, keep it to football, but then he brought up things from 15 years ago with the Spartans and then the cheating stuff. Well, well we were, hadn't talked about that. Well, and, and, my, and my point to Aaron was the same. So, for instance, if MSU is attached to Larry Nasser, even though the football coach and basketball coach had nothing to do with him, never met him, that's always mentioned in football articles, then how couldn't real-time cheating scandals, plural, now not be attached to you? Like, guys, let's be consistent here. The ESPN, which does not want to talk about it, is talking about it. Leading up to the championship game that they will air 
Why right. would they want to invalidate the possible champion? Right. They don't. But they know America is who they're catering to tonight. This isn't the Big Ten Championship, which basically only Michigan fans are watching. This ain't the BTN. Right. Which is a horse bleep network. The point is, you can't you can't demand everyone give you what you gave up in the process. Think about it. For years, you said, well, you know, we're not going to win one because we don't do what the SEC does. Really? You've become everything you hated. So own it. Well, I just always laugh at the uh, us versus everybody, but now we need everybody on our side. It's like, it doesn't work that way. You've said, we don't care what you think, so don't ask. Because we're going to tell you how we think. So your best bet is getting your clothes groups, getting your group text, celebrate, wear your hats, but don't ask somebody, well, what do you think about our team? And then get angry when they tell you how they feel about your team. Does this shirt make me look fat? Uh, no. It's the, three sizes too small. No. Yes, it does. I was about to say, no, the fat makes you look fat. Oh! <laughs> I'm just making a point. Like, I mean, what? where is that drop from? It's tremendous. We'll get more of the calls. Five o'clock. Man, I'm sad. We had a couple people who really wanted to talk, and they hung up. Oh, Sparties are butthurt. All right, I must have missed it. Were you touching your sack when OSU won it all? Man, it's sports. This is what sports is. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was supposed to draw you a bubble bath. Would you like a bath bomb? Like, what What can I do for you today? Breakfast in bed? It's sports, man. Hey, Kenny, you got a boner when Alabama wins a title? No, it's sports. I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. Of course, I'm not happy to see them in the Super Bowl. Hey, you people are wax. Here's the other thing, by the way. Headline on ESPN. Here's one thing you can't do, people. College football playoff committee had to report threats to the FBI because of FSU's exclusion. People, when are you going to learn? You don't get to threaten people. What is the matter with you? So Florida State doesn't get in a football tournament, and you are going to make credible threats against college football playoff selection committee members. What yeah. on earth? Hi, Mike. It's 2024. I, I don't know what time capsule you were in. I'm not in. I just it, it <laughs> never ceases to amaze. Guys, there's sports and real life. Get an effing grip. I always wonder... What do you think is going to happen after you hang up the phone or you hit send in that email? What do you think? You know what? John from Down River is now upset. Or John from the Everglades is so upset, we need to put Florida State in. Yeah, here's what's We got to make John happy. You're going to get a knock at your door. Mm -hmm. You're not going to like it. It ain't going to be an edible arrangement. I was just joking. Okay. No, too bad. Um, (laughs) All right, good talk. So, look, we're rapping about Michigan and Washington. We had some people... Who wanted to rap? I mean, I just, win or lose, here's the deal. You don't get validated unless you're a Michigan fan. Like, you guys can validate each other. But look at The Athletic, the article they just put out this weekend. Guys, most people, most coaches in the industry think it's absurd you're playing tonight. Now, I've never done that to you. I've kept it right on Main Street with you. I told you, they're never going to stop you from playing because we live in the real world. Too much money on the line. So go play, go win it. 
But understand, it's the last dance. Anything that happens beyond that, you don't get to cry about. So right. I don't know why you'd call a radio show to cry about it. Now, I think you're winning. I've given you the reasons why, Rico. I know you give UW more of a credible shot than I do. Respect. You've but been here's right. the thing. But you've been right on UW all year, and I've been wrong. No, and, and I've probably watched more Washington football than anybody in this state. Because, yeah, I stay up late at night, and I'm watching Penix to see, okay, is he going to win the Heisman? So, yeah, I've pretty much watched every game. I got to see them undress MSU in person. So, yeah, I I, I think that they are a better caliber of team than what most people are saying they're going to be. Like, we had the person, you, know, you just think they're going to score points. Yes, yes, I do. I do think they're going to score. They got a high-powered offense. What is Penix wearing? What What are we doing? Okay, see, they're getting beat by 60. We're done. Penix is on the field, and he's in, like, a mask with shades and a hood over the top. What, is he going to a Halloween party? He looks like he should be an Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're losing by 60. You can't roll in. Michigan okay. 62, okay, Washington 3. Maybe he's going to take all of that off, take off his shoes, cross his legs, and sit under the goalpost. Hey, that's a flag. Come on. What? This has nothing to do with J.J. Who said J.J.? I mean, is, is that more acceptable behavior? Well, at least J.J. doesn't show up dressed as a clown. Give it time. Okay. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's get some of the people, shall we? Does that work? And we can do the, the Michigan-Washington point-counterpoint momentarily. Let's go to Matt, 97.1. Matt, what's going on? Hey, how are you guys? Hey, Good, Matt. What's up? You know, I'm, I'm a little floored at the the rancor and animus that you guys are are lobbing at at michigan in general you called uh most of their fans are nut jobs and all this kind of stuff and that's one you know i don't know if that's just the shtick or whatever but the idea that there's going to be an asterisk next to their win i find laughable that that they're cheaters and all this kind of stuff so you're trying to tell me that the ohio state win and the uh, alabama win were because we were stealing their signs and they had no idea that we were we were coming and what we were going to do, and we had all this stuff behind our back. I mean, give me a break, dude. They're a quality team. If they win the national championship, there's no asterisk. They are the champs. That's all there is to it. You guys sound cool. like crybaby Michigan State fans. There that are we go. Get, 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 we Matt, Matt, don't bury the lead. Garbage. Just get right to it. No, what? you're garbage. You're a cultist. I'm garbage? Yeah, you're garbage because you buried the lead. Why, why would you, you call me that? I, I'll tell you exactly why. Because you buried the lead. You don't like where I went to school, so therefore you want to invalidate what I've said, even though I picked you to beat Bama and even though I've picked you to win tonight. The asterisk isn't about me giving it out. It's the rest of America. You cheated yeah, your see, balls that's, off that's for three arguable. years. That's no, no. Oh, oh is, is it? Did you read the piece well, in The so, Athletic this weekend? Who exactly? Okay, well, you could start there. How about the rest of America if you're not a Michigan fan? Who's rooting for you right now? Matt, how about the fact that you guys probably, the fans and the team, Michigan versus everybody? That means you I, well, know that everybody like, doesn't like I don't, you. I don't, I don't like that phrase. Anyways, I think it's kind of silly. Okay, how about the fact that How about the fact that Harbaugh's first suspension is about the illegal visit that J.J. McCarthy went on during COVID? You want so to tell me that Georgia didn't impact never did it? any violations and Saban never no, 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 did any no, no. violations. We're not talking about them. We're not talking clean. about them. We're talking about you. But if you I want to talk that, about but... it, here, Kansas basketball, huge asterisks. They're dirtbags. Dollar bill self. So, what so Ohio State win and Alabama win, those were just those were just crap wins. I that didn't we say that. On? 
No, I'm not going well, along. I'm not going gigantic, along with your talking those points. Those were gigantic pieces of the puzzle to get to where they are. That's fine. And they won fair so and is your cheating. They scrubbed both those teams. So, so is they, your cheating. They deserve to be where they are. Yeah, but that's fine. That? So is your cheating. It's both. Yeah, I, I disagree. But I, I know you do, Matt. But Matt, it's why you disagree, and yeah, you buried the lead. No, I it did. does. I, it does because you buried the lead. Matt, if you just led with it, you're a Sparty, and I don't like your opinion about my school, we would have gotten much no. further. I actually went to Michigan State for, for graduate school, and I love Michigan State. I root for both. I'm just trying to call it like well, I see well, it. Well, Matt, I don't, Matt I don't... Right, off the top, right off the top, I'm sorry, but if you tell me you root for both schools, I don't ever want to talk to you. Have a great day. People who root for both schools are useless humans. Have a spine, pick a side. But don't I, be no stop. Don't be stony. I don't love be, Michigan football and Michigan yeah, State basketball. Right, and he's got an MBA from State. Get lost. Goodbye, man. Oh, you sound no. I sound like what the rest of the country feels like. You're the Houston Astros. Astro fans, there's no asterisks. Rest of baseball, there is. You don't get to dictate the rules because you flouted them. <laughs> you don't get to say we don't care what people say about us. We galvanize in this locker room and then get angry because you're not saying we're pretty. Right. Here's the deal. Your coach was suspended twice for two different scandals. Real time. One of them helped you secure the recommitment of the quarterback who's 25-1 and as your starter. Cheeburger, Cheeburger. The other scandal is going to be the reason he's not even eligible to coach here next year. That's why he's leaving. You had people in spyglasses at games. And you think beating Ohio State somehow exonerates you from cheating your balls off for three years? Why are you calling a radio show on the day you're playing for a national title to have that discussion? It's Michigan versus everybody. Go enjoy it. Unless, of course, you know deep down the things we've said on the show are accurate. And it wouldn't be any different if it was Michigan State because I'd burn him to the ground. We just hit Izzo with a chair an hour ago. I don't care. I don't have feelings. You're a good football team. But you're also an embarrassment to the sport. And you winning tonight, not good for the sport. Like, whatever. Enjoy it. Party. I'm not telling David not to eat pizza and watch it with his kids tonight. But the difference is David's not holding for an hour to talk on a radio show about something that shouldn't matter to you. I've never met a more insecure lot than you guys. Why do you need validation from, from old chucklehead over here and Sparty McSparterson? What do you care? Well, I mean, honestly, call a Columbus radio station and try to get their validation today. Man, nobody. That's sports. I don't need any more reason to not like the Red Sox or the Eagles or you. But you happen to give me a bunch of reasons. Now, I mean, it's sports, man. It's not a big deal. But when you want to call up and bury the lead and play games and be all indignant, now you're garbage. You're wasting my time. Call up, shoot straight, be like, nah, you're a Spartan. You just hate us. Yeah, bet, as you say. Bet, 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 bet. Like, David, it's the strangest thing. Everyone's looking for validation. I don't understand why. Right. I don't care. I just want to see the game tonight and win. David, I've played by their rules through the whole investigation. You said it's Michigan versus everybody. I set those ground rules months ago.
You don't get to have it both ways. You're not winning any popularity contest. And you don't have to care. I have told you, you don't need to care that you cheated. But you don't get to tell people to not care. There it is right there. That's, that's the beginning, middle, and end. I've never tried to take your joy with it. Get hammered tonight. Go watch the game. I hope you're in Houston. But the rest of America, oh, caller Matt says, well, I highly doubt. What college fan base is rooting for you? Sir, you think Georgia has a soft spot for you? You took their spot in this deal. They were number one in the AP poll for 14 weeks. You openly cheated and flouted the rules in season with a coach who was suspended twice. Oh, you think Georgia's on your side? Who? Who's on your side? You think the other 14, 13, 15, however many schools are in this stupid conference anymore, you think your fellow conference foes, who the Big Ten tipped off and said you don't have to play if you don't want to, you think they're on your side? Who? Go it alone, man. Rally up, circle the wagons, go win your natty. But, man, don't, don't expect the rest of us to give a damn. Like, this is what you did. As Rico put it, you're Thanos grilling a sad hamburger on your own planet. Right. What did it cost you? Everything. Yeah. But you did it. Yeah. But now I just put you in the lot with places like UNLV, and there's JJ, sweatshirt and a hat. We're that, good. That's what you look like. That's why they're in. winning. The quarterback <clears throat> dressed like an adult, and oh, Penix is dressed up okay. for Halloween. Okay, we're going full Colin Cowherd. All right. I'm Oh, the backwards got, hat? Got to look like a quarterback <laughs> in order to be my guy. I feel like J.J. is more prepared to lead tonight. Maybe Penix is just suffering from anxiety. Oh, don't make me feel bad. He doesn't have some kind of condition, does he? You know what? You should feel bad. No, no, don't I say don't that. Does he, does he seriously have anxiety? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm like, jeez, <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, me. <laughs> 248-539-9797. All right. Winner is here if you've been injured as a result of an auto accident or a slip and fall. Uh, and we're getting a ton of snow later in the week, by the way. It's going to be a nightmare if I have to travel. David Femininio, we have told you before, if you're injured in Michigan, you need to call David. Get David. Get paid. David can be reached anytime on his website. Go to getdavidgetpaid.com or you can call him directly at 855-65-CRASH. All right, let's get to the people. I'll say it to you again. David just came in here. Enjoy the game. Watch it. But I, I don't get where Michigan fans have these weird demands. No, I've been me since the beginning. <laughs> Call her mad is a treat. Well, I just find the vitriol. Here's the funniest Man, thing. Matt, I've been delivering the vitriol to your ass since 04. I don't like Michigan. You, I never you've, have. You've picked them. <laughs> All year. Because I if you stick to football, I'll talk football. You've picked them all year. And if you just say, I don't care that we cheated. I don't care that we're now the SEC. I don't care about any of it. I wanted to win. I'll respect you. Nobody has heard that. They they hear Charlie Brown's teacher when you talk. Oh, with the trumpet and the plunger over it? Yep. (laughs) That's what they hear. I don't care. You have. You said they were going to beat Ohio State for the last three years in a row. They didn't hear that. I'm too busy delivering vitriol. Let's go to David, 97.1. What's up, David? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing, Dave? Um, good, good. I'm, I'm a lifelong Michigander, born, raised, live here. Um, I went to Florida State, 
so you can imagine how much I've agreed with you, Mike, over oh, the last couple of weeks. But yeah. but uh, that'll show that I'm kind of uh, unbiased as to your opinions. I wanted to be able to root for Michigan tonight, sit there with the neighbors, drink a beer, have a good time. But listening to their fans reminds me of why I can't stand Michigan. To sit there and say, like, this isn't tainted or it doesn't matter, it goes back to, like, the elite Michigan fans that they set the parameters. Is it most wins? Is it most champions? Like, we're the best, we're the greatest because we say so. But I just wish Michigan fans, when you get out of the bubble, that is Michigan fans, would realize how unbearable they are to deal with. Um, it's, it's just very, very tough. I don't enjoy having to explain to my kids that people in Ann Arbor are bad and, you know, Michigan fans are terrible, but I no, have there's to do plenty, that. There's plenty of good Michigan fans. Like I said, you're not going to get a sampling from a majority of Michigan fans. Like people who are willing to call and wait 40 minutes to yell at you about an asterisk. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the hardest of the hardcore. Those people are very uh, enjoyable to deal with because they're cartoons. They're not real. I mean, David, any Michigan fan who doesn't think they did anything wrong, I, I don't know why they'd call this show. There's no point. Like, it's clear you did. Your coach wasn't suspended on a lark. He's leaving because he has to. Make no mistake about it. Jim Harbaugh will not be eligible to coach next year. I would be in stunned disbelief. And they're fortunate they're even allowed to play. But yet, you'll get callers who want to call in mad at me because all I've said is, stick to football, we'll talk football. But if you want to play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. I don't know what to tell you, David. And I, like I said, name me a fan base that's rooting for them tonight. Name me one. Yeah, yeah not many. And then I, I will just close on one other thought. Watching Laporta go down yesterday was kind of like watching a quarterback draw called or QB run draw called against North Alabama a couple weeks back. It, but it wasn't as bad as that feeling to see Jordan Travis go down. But um, No, I know. So, some Lions fans might know what it feels like to be a Florida State no, fan. No, I know. But, I mean, D- David, like I said, what happened to you guys I, I, from a football standpoint, I understood it. I thought the committee did the right thing. That doesn't mean you have to accept it or like it or or not be enraged by it. Uh, it's awful. And you missed, you know, the 12-team playoff by yeah. a year. The Laporta stuff we covered extensively to start the show. Uh, it's going to be a storyline this week. Oh, by the way, there's your guy. Of course. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I thought I, I wanted to spread some joy. Uh, let's go to Josh, 97.1. What's up, Josh? Hey, how you guys doing? Um, Good, Josh. So I just want to say I'm tw- I'm 23, and I don't count anything before I was 10 because, like, I, I faintly remember the 08 wings, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> I'm 0-3 in championships, right? Like, Michigan, yeah. bad hoops twice, and then the Tigers in 2012. I was devastated all three of them. Dude, I don't care if we cheat. I'm sick of being a loser. I'm sick of losing these games. I don't care how it gets done. I just want to buy the hoodie that says champions on it. And, yeah, I just wanted to give that take. Josh, respect. I'm going to tell you this. I respect you. Yep. Because you're honest. (laughs) No, no, seriously. You're honest. You don't care. And you're not trying to justify anything. You're saying, just give me the damn title, and I'll be – I don't care what happens after that. 100%. I respect you. I do. I really do. Josh, do you understand I have never had frustration with people like you? Because you're not playing a game. You know what it is. 
But the people who want to call in and get all indignant and stuff, I, Josh, they're from Planet Nebular. Like, at least you're Oh, honest. yeah, I get it. I've said from the mm-hmm. beginning, if you're willing to say we're going to get in the dirt and we're going to play dirty and we're going to cheat and we're going to win and you can do whatever you got to do, I'm never mad at you. Josh, you have every right to say it. Go be a winner. Go enjoy yeah. the game tonight. Have some drinks, order some wings, party. Because you're not trying right, to sell you. me a lie. Right, because then tomorrow <laughs> you're good. not going to say, tell me I'm pretty. Tell me we're the greatest team ever. You're, I don't care. I'm celebrating. Say what you want to say. But I don't. it doesn't matter to me. I appreciate people like Josh. I have no issue. Could, because you know and what it's he the same say? thing David has said. Yeah. I don't have an issue. Yeah. You know, you can't say this and you can't. Yeah, I can. I can. But Josh and David, I don't care what you say. I'll be too busy uh, buying hats and stuff online. Ready? Bet. Right. It can't be us versus everybody if you care what everybody says. Stick with the U. Stick with Michigan. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> just just received an amazing text from a Wolverine alum friend of mine who was not a fan of Caller Matt, and we'll leave it alone. Yeah. I'm not reading that on the air. Oh. And you know who you are if you just sent it to me. I am not reading that on the air. Shame on you. I've known you for 20 years. How dare you ask me to read that on the air? That's not happening. Come on. Nope. Use your words. I can't. Come up with different things. He's a Wolverine who's offended by other Wolverines who behave that way. That's all I can tell you. Come on. If we can, I know. If we can read Zion's. No. Tell <laughs> <laughs> Come on. If we can read Zion's side pieces, tweets, we can read this. No. Yes. No, we can't. <laughs> It's just why I tell you, it's not all Michigan fans. There are plenty of normal Michigan fans. Yeah, because that was the other thing. Like, you said we're all this way. I have never said all Michigan fans are this way. I haven't. Like if, if you if you are into the cult, yes. Yes, that's what you are. But to a lot of Michigan fans, it's a game. You're going to want your team to win. And if you win, like, I got no problem. Hey, congratulations. I'll come in tomorrow and congratulate David and tell you, you know what? You won. Oh, I'm buying David lunch tomorrow. All right, David. You know, I was about to say, you know, how, jealous how, about the, how about the next day I'll, I'll buy you a lunchable? Oh, no, there I'm buying a lunchable. No, yeah. if Michigan wins, I'm buying David a luxury lunch, and oh. you guys have to watch him eat it. I'll, I'll get but you if Michigan of... loses, David's fired. I was about to say, I'll, I was going to get you one Go of those. blue, please. <laughs> one of those PB&J crustable things. Butthurts, Sparty. Yeah, of course we're. Our team's terrible. What part of sports fandom am I supposed to be thrilled my team's awful? And yours, who cheated their because nuts off, no, no, is awesome. They, even if they didn't cheat, Mike, if this was the other way around, they're not rooting for Michigan State. They're not rooting oh, yes, for they are. State. It's good for the state. They're not rooting for the state. They're not rooting for the Big Ten. I got I a graduate you. degree from state. Yeah, okay, and I'm Mr. Rogers. So, yeah, if it's the other, they're they're not. Signed Final score, David. Come on. Let's hear it. What do you got tonight? 27-20. Ooh, lower scoring. Yep. Matching the Rose Bowl. I'm going 31-24. I think Michigan wins. I think they play well. I, 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 I just feel like that they will be able to possess the ball and keep Washington off the field enough. And I have a hard time believing UW is 
perfect with their possessions to get all touchdowns. We have one of our numbers is the same. Uh-oh. Michigan 24. Washington 38. Oh. All right. I'd just like to say that that opinion is Rico Beards and Rico Beards alone. Please do not attach that to me. They're going to pull a Jameis Winston instead of just taking the knee? No. One more. No. Another one. Is this their bid at you? Oh, it's him again with the mask on. What is he doing? Maybe he's sick, Mike. I don't you know. Need, no, no, no. That's like a a, a a full, like. No, he's got a hoodie on, but he's got the mask covering his face. So, I don't is know. Is he okay? He, did he something happen in between the, the last game? I don't know. Uh, or maybe he just covers his face. I don't well, know. Well, he's your godson. I thought you knew his pregame ritual. I'm saying he, he, has, he keeps the hoodie on. All right. Tomorrow. Okay, then. Uh, by, by the way, Wojo can, may as well just not work here anymore. He just... Everybody can't do that. What? Do the, do the namaste. I'll leave him alone. I don't mind the meditation stuff. Well, JJ annoys me with a lot of the stuff he does, but that's whatever. That's fine. He's getting locked in. I'm good with it. I just wish they didn't have to show me. Just oh, do okay. it. It's no, not, no, no. That's not his fault. That's just lazy reporting. Right? Yeah, but I'm, I'm good with that. That is not, For the record, David, not his fault. You do what you got to do before the game. I love people. Think I don't need I, 20 stories. Like, I don't think he's a bad player at all. But when people try to tell me he's the second coming of Christ, no, I'm sorry. No. Maybe, what about the third? Okay. Um, <laughs> listen, Lions review tomorrow. We'll talk national title. We'll talk Lions. We'll talk Harbaugh. Do you believe he ever coaches there again? Lots of stuff. Good luck to you tonight there, Purple Rain. You dub. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.